Hello, everybody. Welcome to You, Me, Them, everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is all about WrestleMania 20, a surprisingly, not surprisingly, I shouldn't say surprisingly. These are these sometimes are good. That's why we do this. If they were all bad, we wouldn't like it. This is a very good WrestleMania, in my humble opinion, probably 7 out of 10. It's got Donald Trump in it. I love it so much. Chris Kelly and I talk about it. Chris Kelly's born in like wrestling and cares about things, and I love talking about Donald Trump and conspiracy theories. So anything that has Jesse Ventura and Donald Trump is going to be fun. So without further ado, and because you probably don't want to hear any more Drowning Pool or whatever the hell this shit music is, uh, here's the show. Four it is a long mania. Yeah, it's like four and a half hours. It is four. It's not like four and a half hours. It is four and a half hours. WrestleMania 20. March, Too long. March 14, 2004 from uh, our return to Madison Square Garden. And this one, it's not a sad return to Madison Square Garden. WrestleMania 10, they had to go back to the garden because they couldn't sell anything out. Yeah. After the successful WrestleMania 9 in Las Vegas, RIP Natalie Cole, our only celebrity at WrestleMania 9. Wow. That was you did really you brought that, that in. Yeah, I did. Oh, that's the first thing I thought of when she passed away last week. <laughs> she was at WrestleMania Nine. She has children. You're like, oh my god, she was at WrestleMania Nine. Well, that's all that matters. I mean, oh, the, yeah. the point is, it all goes through Mania. Yes, we'll see several times in this. Oh, oh my god. Oh, uh, oh I know so you're. Excited. I know you're excited. Uh, yeah, this one. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's all about a, a new era. Uh, they make that that make that clear with their. There it's sort of about a new era, but there's a line in the intro which is not about a new era. What is it? Where it all, all begins, begin. dot, 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 again. Yeah. <laughs> it's so horrible. That's not how people talk. It's barely English, yeah. That's not even how movie taglines work. Even sequels don't. Where it all begins, again. That doesn't make sense. No. Go, why not just be going back to where it all began? Again. What? Why are why, you tagging on again? again? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Um, also, okay, so there's a baby in the intro. <laughs> we need to talk yeah. about the baby yeah, in the we'll intro. Yeah, we'll get to it. Okay. First, there's some boys. There's a Harlem Boys Choir. We we open and close with the Harlem Boys Choir. Because they're in New York. That's very respectful. As And that's why when they were in Philadelphia and they decided to hang the cop in the ring, they had boys to men. Yeah, that's their thing. They love boys. I'm just going to stop. Um, they do a nice USA montage. And uh, Has the WWEF had any problems with young boys stuff? I don't think so. No. I don't, I think not that I know of. I think they're like that's like the one thing that they haven't done <laughs> wrong. Like, There's thanks, no thanks young Catholic Church. You got us covered. Yeah, there. I just saw Spotlight. You know, who's Natalie Cole was not So I don't think that that's like the one scandal that They've th- has not up. touched the WWE slash F. There you go. Um, yeah, then we get to our, our montage. Uh, it's a one man's vision montage. Um, basically. Uh, Bigging up one man's vision, man. clearly not his dad's vision. This specific man's vision, his actual vision. Without his dad, none of this exists. No, 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 just this man's vision. No, the WrestleMania. And to be fair, he is right on that. No, he's not right on that. What? It's a it's a natural extension of what his oh, father it, did. Right. So it's not really his vision. His vision for WrestleManias. It's his, the company, his next logical step. The company reflects his vision. Sure, hundred percent. Sure, okay. We'll, but yes, it's where it it's all. It's Vince McMahon's vision. Vision they inherited, and also maybe kind of inheriting at this point would be Shane and Shane's kid, Vince's first grandchild. Which is a there's a baby in the intro. It's our first baby at Mania. Uh, is that correct? No, Ricky no. Steamboat. No, no, that's a toddler. This is a baby. No, I, I will fact check how old Ricky Steamboat Jr. I'm gonna was. Look that up. Look it up. Um, what was it four or five? I think it was in four. Two or four, because it's not. It's it's when he's. When uh, was the tournament? I thought four. it was a tournament. Then it's at four. Yeah. So this, you know, I will say 
even though it has like a lot of stuff we've seen in the last few, it does feel like a new era in certain ways because this is the, you know, it's a couple years into ruthless aggression, which is so gross <laughs> to stay every time. It's the second of the brand split. Um, and, you know, this one feels like there's, you know, there's some guys come back that it's like what's past their time as far as what the what the company looks like now and some some guys conspicuously absent or not wrestling. Um but what hasn't changed is uh is drowning pool. Oh god, that's right. They've well, completely get, gotten rid of the most important slash favorite band of the WWE universe, Limp Biscuit. Yeah, what was what was Limp Biscuit up to? And they replaced them with Drowning Pool. Yeah. They wipe them clean from the slate. I'm yeah. trying to find this Ricky Steamboat like, photo. Yeah, it's kinda like how Drowning Pool had to, you know, get a new singer. It's like that. Because he died. Yeah. Who headlined this one? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, perfect. We'll okay. get to it. So this is at the Mania. This is the Mania. This, uh, Mania is at the Garden, which is great. Yes. It's probably the best normal setting for Mania. Is that fair to say? Like a normal place you'd see Raw. Right. Yeah. Okay. 18,000 people. Looks, looks so great. Good. Super lit up. Yeah. It's just amazing. I have a note really. Keep in mind, this is a four and a half hour show. Um, Not the podcast, just the main. This is a four and a half hour podcast. That, you don't need to say that because you could see the time length on that. Yeah, well, it was, it was that's like, always bothered me in podcasts when people are like, "In case you missed it, it's like you're listening to a podcast." No, that the worst exist. thing in podcasts are like station idents. Like you're listening to Stone Cold. It's like, yeah, I got that. I'm listening to Stone Cold. I get that because then you're just trying to throw some money in, or you want to have a bathroom break. That's fine. I understand that. Anyways, there's a man wearing a colorful afro in the crowd. Okay, that's in our establishing shot. Do you think that the man wearing the colorful afro bought this special for WrestleMania, or he's usually just like the guy that like goes to shows and wears a colorful afro? Why did this man have a colorful afro in his possession? I mean, it's his it's his special like special occasion. So does afro. he have non special occasion event afros? Maybe like he has, if like, he's just colors? going to SmackDown, does he wear like his turquoise one? Yeah, it would if just be blue for SmackDown exactly. and red for Raw. And then on Mania, of course, he wears his multicolor yeah, afro. This is the all the colors of the rainbow. So that was my main note for this WrestleMania. Cool. Pop. I'm glad we can wrap it up pretty pretty early there. We have our inch we have our montage besides the baby. Yes. We completely glossed over this, which is very important. Soldiers are back. Oh, okay. Two thousand four, we're Mission fighting. Accomplished. Wars. We're doing it. it. We're doing it live. And there are soldiers with flags. Then there are soldiers with Big Show. And then there are soldiers with John Cena. And that is what WrestleMania is all about. It's so great. And then all of a sudden it broke my excitement. Uh, stock footage. They just use stock footage, even though they have footage footage of your wrestlers yeah. with these people. No, 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 no. Stock footage. And then they ran out of stock footage, and they just have a stock photo. <laughs> they just like They're doing... like, we don't want to pay more than seven <laughs> seconds of people moving. Photo. There you go. They're just doing Ken Burns uh, effects on the uh, Welcome on back, the WrestleMania. That's what it's all about. Carny bullshit. Yeah. The, um... whoa, whoa, whoa. Back to regular footage, right? Back to the stock photo of soldiers giving the number one because they wanted to reuse that one photo that they already bought, so they didn't have to buy another photo. <laughs> Finally, Did they at least like flip it. Nope, same one. That would have been great. Yeah. Do you remember how it ends? No. The World Trade Center uh, illumination. The new uh, World Trade Center. You were Center. making the hand the, motion of it rising from the ashes. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Uh, it it did the reverse of that time that. Uh, Randy Orton RKO'd it. Oh, boy. I can't believe Randy Orton RKO'd the World Trade Center. And then he was got able to wrestle in WrestleMania 20, and no one did anything. But no anyways, one said anything about it. It's really strange. He pushed that old man down the stairs, and then he... <laughs> he, had a, he had a strong year. This didn't happen at WrestleMania X8 or 19. What did it? The 9-11 tribute thing. Well, they weren't in New York. But we had soldier stuff. We were in war, Brandon. We still are in the war. <laughs> well, we're still in the war. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. 
What I'm saying is, Vince, you did such a good job of 20. Let's keep using this intro from here on out. Yeah, Every, it does. The Big Show's going to wrestle. The Big Show, Jesus. <laughs> John Cena's going to headline. Why not just keep reusing this package? I, I bet they used part of this in Cena's at, at Star or oh, at Playside. Oh, God, it's going to be so yeah. great when WrestleMania Star hits. Keep an eye on it. Yeah, so. 20 years ago, one man division, blah, blah, blah. Did you notice still that? on that? Oh, fuck. This is the whole pa- I have a whole page of notes on the intro. Lesnar looks like garbage in the intro. Like, he looks really bad. Like how? Like, I did too many stories and I'm zitty. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Did you not notice that? I He always looks weird younger for some reason. He kind of grew I'm into so his monster's niche. Yeah, I'm used, to his, I'm used to the beast now. How? <laughs> that is a great way to refer to a man as a beast. <laughs> Do you think he will live past 60? Sure. I hope he does. This is not like... Yeah, no. Turn- do you think he will look very odd? Yeah, I don't see. Do that. you think he'll shrink like a lot of football players once they're when they, they stop playing they like kind of shrink? But he'll still have like a hammerhead shark's head. Exactly, that's going to be weird. For example, Brian Urlacher, famed uh, Chicago Bears linebacker. Today we're recording this on January fifth, twenty sixteen. Today it came out that he had uh, hair surgery. He now yeah. has hair. He hair looks, surgery. Hair surgery. Yeah, that's yeah. Not- <laughs> He had hair transplant. No, he had hair surgery, and they cut off his head, and they put a new head with hair on it. He looks really weird because he lost a ton of muscle mass. He and he's like, like a, a totally different person. He head. looks like a totally different person now. He yeah. looks good, but he looks like he could uh, go to the grocery store and not like have people stare at him. Or Brock Lesnar, I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, I can't say. I think he's peaked in the uh, the looking like a normal person fit. Like, well, he has to shrink sooner or later. Yeah. He can't, he can't keep up this. Like, he's going to eat an elk every exactly. day. He either has to die at this size or shrink a little. Stone Cold actually looks about the same, but he was never that big. The Rock looks bigger. Well, The Rock's down HGH. Yeah. yeah. But like, if you're a super... If you're Rock, a but we already star. know how The Rock's going to look when he's, like, 60. He's going to look slightly bigger because HGH is better. And yeah. No, but I, I just wonder be about... eight feet tall. Oh, I can't wait to really have eight feet rock versus seven foot John Cena at WrestleMania emoji. You John done, Cena. You could have done better than, with emoji, but. What could I have done? They're going to run like, out of every symbol. They're just going to have to have random the word emojis. Emoji. The word emoji. Oh, WrestleMania. How many emoji. WrestleManias till WrestleMania eggplant? Probably 18. Okay. We'll see you there. Okay. Where should that be? That's the first in Japan, right? It's big in Japan. Yeah. Speaking of Japan, are you getting into New Japan right now? I'll probably watch a match or two. All right, cool. First match of the night. Yeah, SmackDown's fastest rising star. It's John Cena. It's John Cena. John Cena is here. Here and like I would like I'm you so to play happy. John Cena's music right under like his bedding, but we, he doesn't have that music. Oh, yet. it doesn't matter. We're playing it now. <laughs> John Cena. John Cena's here, and he yeah. is the best man. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> Even if this is basic thugonomics, the oh, doctor it's so of thugonomics. It's so Cena bad. It's so bad. In his Knicks jersey and bike chain. And wraps and same shorts and the exact yeah. same shorts. Same pair, now. yeah. So great. Here's why I like it. It's so bad. We already know it's horrible. Yeah. We already know his skill set isn't that good. But it's not that bad either. It's fine. It's fine. It's <laughs> he deserves the belt he currently had, and during this WrestleMania, which and is the, the one US he will be, belt, he will win probably by the time this hits the air, which is perfect. I love yeah. it so much. Here's why. He's, we've seen the man grow and barely change the gimmick. The only other person that we've seen from the start have the same gimmick and the same name is Taker. And we'll get to Taker later. But that's an asterisk, too. How? Uh, he changes the gimmick. But not the name. Oh, no, no, no. People change names. Kane has changed names, but he's never never over this much. 
The only other people on the level of Cena that are over Rocky or Rock change gimmicks. Yeah. Mankind, multiple gimmicks. Stone Cold, change gimmicks multiple times. Yeah. Taker, same gimmick. Hogan, different gimmicks. Like, there's not that many people that do the same thing consecutively and maintain real streaks for a very long time. Like the Toner Taker, right? Even though he has a bullshit streak, he's relatively the same character. Cena, he still has a little bit of that thugonomics bullshit. Yeah, he'll, which I hate, he'll rap on occasion. Which I hate. It's horrible. Yeah. But you kind of have to respect it. That's kind of what he does when he's doing his, like... He has, like, two or three kind of stock promos at this point. Mm-hmm. And the one he does where he's, like, in a smarky area where he's, like, trying to win the crowd over. He did this, I think, when he came back at the end of December. He called, like... He, like... Insert, in, you know, made fun of the guy's junk and said, called him like a son of a bitch or something. Like yeah. he has this thing where he's like, "I'm gonna be PG-13 for two words." So he kind of does like, yeah. So and he'll occasionally yeah, well, yeah, flirt the, with this. You're talking about that Brooklyn Raw. That yes. was the last Raw of 2015, and he referenced this is Biggie's house. Like, no, what? Yeah, no, he's a big, he's a big hip hopper. Yeah, what? Cena. What? Whose idea? This is hilarious. And yeah. his, and I love her that his Halloween, he's wearing a Halloween costume. Number one, yes. that's nice. If you really care about the kids out there, which John Cena obviously does, you want to have something that they could pick up at their local thrift store and feel like, oh, I'm this character. That's really nice of him. All you have to do is go to a thrift store and buy a random bullshit NBA jersey, jersey. and some jorts, and now you're John Cena. Hooray! You have jorts. Kids have jorts. Yeah, that's nice. You know, that's thoughtful for the parents at home. Yeah. You know how much money it costs to paint your face like the Ultimate Warrior and run around and get all the makeup everywhere? It's a lot of money. Thank you, John Cena. Yeah. For the children, uh, it's it's a really boring match. It's him and the big no. Show. But you know what's not for the children though? When he does his rap. Oh yeah. So I don't I I don't have the full uh, text of it. I just got the good stuff. But he does that kind of like I'm a dad rapping. I'm here to say type of rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the key line would be that he's itching to beat him like a penis with an STD, which is weird. Yeah, because it's like which part of is he the penis? Is he the STD? Is he the thing that's going to help a man beat an STD? Yeah, is he penicillin? Like, he... I don't know what's happening here, um, but he's going to fight uh, Big Show like an STD. Um, he's going to fight him in his Patrick Ewing jersey. Yeah, because they're in New York, and you you know, even if you're from Boston, from Newberry. Which is something that they mention in every show, except when he's in New York. Yeah. <laughs> the best... Hometown hero, whatever your hometown may be. The, the best promo in the last 10 years is CM Punk's Bite Bomb. Yes. And seen as a part of it because he was wrestling R Truth at the time. He which, went through a table. Which is just funny to think about. R Truth <laughs> and Cena. What a good guy. Yeah. Um one of the main insults is Cena, you've become the thing you hate. You've become the New York Yankees because he's from Boston. And he gets real mad at that. Yeah. He's in New York wearing in a Yankee in fucking Knicks jersey. He's also described as the controversial, outspoken John Cena, which is hilarious because he would never... I mean, the word they use now is divisive. They'll use that when he's in a smirky crowd and he's getting half and half cheers. Oh, but, God. yeah, this match is... It's, okay, so he's against the Big Show. He's opening WrestleMania. This is for the... United for Big States, Shows. Sorry, go yeah, ahead. This is for Big Show's United States Championship. It's the first time the United States Championship belt is in a WrestleMania. Correct. And it was an old WCW belt. Was it? I didn't know that. Like that lineage is the U.S. US title. Um, if I'm wrong, someone will tell me. So, uh, but Big Show, they're really putting him over as they continue to do that. He's a Big Show. He. Uh, it's in his song. I'm pretty sure they said like, oh, you know, he retired Hulk Hogan, which is kind of true because I think his, I think Hogan's last match in WWE was against Big Show, and they're 
Where's Hogan at this time? He walked out. He didn't like his pay and didn't like creative direction. But like, is the, he wrestling somewhere else? Is he just... I don't know if he... He might have taken like a year off. I, I don't know if like TNA exists yet. Yeah, he's not mentioned. Uh, no, they mentioned him in the fact that he's in terms retired. of like promos, oh, history no, yeah. of, and this is a big history of WrestleMania. Yeah, in terms of people that we've seen again. Yeah, um, but yeah, there's there's no mention of him. There's no mention of there's. I'm sorry. There's this one mention of him. Right. That's about it. Yeah. No, we we're back to that where. Yeah, I'm not sure if he was working for any sort of competition at this point. And two manias ago, he fought The Rock. And last mania, he fought Vince. Yeah. And those it are actually both... ended. I mean, you consider like going out. You know, like on top storyline, like those are the best. You know, other than maybe f- facing Austin or something, like the fact that that's his last mania, sure, that works. I'm not trying to like give him any credit, but um, well, the only reason why I mentioned Hulk Hogan yet again, sorry, yeah. is this is clearly John Cena is Hulk Hogan, and the Big Show right. is Andre the Giant. Yeah, that's what we're doing, and that's the match they do, which is ba- which is Big Show beats the crap out of John Cena, and then John Cena perseveres, but not really. But John Cena in a way that he in a way that Hulk Hogan would. But John persevere. Cena can actually wrestle. Yes, even at this point, he's way better than even Hulk Big Hogan. Show can, and he takes falls like Flair, yeah. which is pretty great. Yeah, you have to admit that's good. But I had a question about who's the heel in the face in this because Cena's over. Oh, okay, which well, makes no, no sense to he's me. He's a Hulk Hogan face. Which means he gets so to he break gets the to rules. Cheat. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So basically, the Big Show he's beating the crap out of John Cena. Uh, John Cena does his finishing move on the Big Show. At this point, it's called the Fu. You might also be familiar with the attitude adjustments. The same thing. Uh, this is before the PG era, and uh, Big Show is the first person to ki- ever kick out of it. So it's basically like that. It's the David and Goliath, and you know David needs to cheat. A little cheater. So he grabs his chain. Uh, and th- he's going to use it. He's like, well, I did everything I can do. Which is a throwback to like the first five years of Mania where there was just a man with a chain. It is a man swinging a chain around. Why was that allowed? <laughs> All the time. Uh, so he grabs a chain, and the ref's like, no, you, you're not allowed to use a chain in a wrestling match. You can murder a man. Yeah, and uh, John Cena re- replies. I thought this was like he made his point here with um, by doing, you can't see me, <laughs> when <laughs> clearly the ref can see him. Um, so he... In a, like a good, this is a good heel move. He throws the chain like the length of the of the um, the ring, mm-hmm. so the ref has to go get it. So then he goes and gets his like rap brass knucks, which say "Word Life." Oh, of course they do. Which is the name of his DVD, which they also I think they promote in this. They he already had a DVD at this point. Oh, maybe I was watching other stuff, <laughs> but there, I've, there's definitely a Word Life DVD with John Cena. Uh, so he gets his uh, gets his knucks. Would you and hits Big Show okay. with him because he's a cheater. Okay, if I started a slam poetry night called Word Life, and I and I like had really great flyers, but I only read John Cena in ring promos and raps. stuff and in ring raps. Yeah, how long do you think it would take until anyone noticed? I know no one would really care, but like, well, someone in the crowd it, would it, notice if a tree reads John Cena promos in the woods. <laughs> yeah, could we? I'm gonna do a Word Life night. Okay. And like really make it serious, like have legit poets there. Yeah. Do you think I, I don't think you're an, taking their art very seriously? Do you think I can win an award if I do it thoughtfully? Yeah, no, I think that's you get like a you get you get an egot brass knucks actually <laughs> if you do that. No brass knuckles, but like knucks. What if I? I think I could pull this off. Yeah, well, a good poetry night called Word Life. I think you should just go to an open like not a. No, I'm not doing that. Mic. I'm not doing that. 
No, no, no I don't. That's annoying. <laughs> if, but if I'm running the show, yeah. and no one else is in on the joke, all, yeah, all your, yeah, right before that that last show before you had any poetry friends, poet friends. I have a few poet friends. Th- will this be a deal breaker? Yes. Yeah, that'll I'm be the deal with that. I'm gonna do it. Yes. So uh, he uses the Nux. Idea. He hits the fu. He wins. He's so over. And uh, yeah, he just cheated to win the U.S. title with while USA. war while war's happening USA. and we're in New York. U.S. It's really it's. I mean, no, it's it's good because we it's our first glimpse of John Cena, mm-hmm. and like you said, this this is what you get. I love it so with, much with variations on a theme for the you know probably you know, you know it's a good years. you know it's a good theme. Dude, dude, dude. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. Also, I thought you would for sure mention that Big Show has a size twenty two slash five e boot. They mentioned it. Yeah. I didn't even notice it. I was so maybe, in love with John Cena. Maybe it's because this is a four and a half hour WrestleMania. Oh my god! Brain glazed over. Well, I did write a whole page of notes on the intro alone. Well, that's good. And we missed half of them. Real quick question about Cena: Is he wearing Nintendo wristbands? That can't be right. I thought one of them said Nintendo. Maybe maybe it's right. I don't know. I don't, it's such a that long up. fucking match. Or long mania, sorry. Yeah. But that's all we really need. We're, that's here, what we're here to talk about today is John Cena's opening match. Oh, so I love it so good. much. Yay, John Cena. John Cena represents everything good and pure and bullshit about wrestling, that I, and I love it all. You know what I mean? He's the yeah. hot dog of wrestling. I know hot dogs are going to kill me, but they're delicious. Yeah. There's some, you know, it goes back and forth on Cena. It does get frustrating because, like, even, like you said, when he came back uh, last he had been out for a few months, comes back, and you kind of go, oh, yeah, it's Cena. Like, this is going to be fun because it's like, you know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. You know it's bad for you. But then, like, they have a, he had a great match with Del Rio, and then he's, like, doing the five moves of Doom, and you're like, oh, shit, this is going to end like every other job. Like, that's the greatest trick that John Cena ever pulled. It's like thinking is something. Is John Cena the devil? <laughs> yeah. He's Kaiser Sose. This is amazing. Kaiser Sose backwards spells John Cena. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> But yeah, convincing you that his matches are going to end a different way than they di- than they every one of them ends is pretty great. God, That's I a great him. showman. Speaking yeah. of show, the big show, John Cena, huh? Oh, I'm just a fan. I'm just a fan. Do you know the John Cena like vanilla ice thing? With John Cena in your perfect Halloween costume, um, his first rap was on SmackDown in 2002 in the Halloween episode where he dressed up. As uh, Vanilla Ice. Cool. So it all comes full circle. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah. He understands the joke. Yeah. I Clearly, by all his, by like, the, he's in two comedies, and he, you know, this year, he gets the of, joke. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, Trainwreck and, and Scissors. I'm like, that, those aren't WWE films. Those are the only movies I watch. <laughs> 13 Rounds 4. I watched the, um, the, the Miz Christmas movie. Why? Because it was on, I think... TNT or TBS, something yeah. after a Raw. The Hallmark Channel. It was real great. Real bad. <laughs> real great. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Big so. fan of The Miz, baby. <laughs> Miz is another one of the highest paid people. The yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to him making his WrestleMania debut soon. So. Oh, is that soon? It's, everything's relative. I don't know. <laughs> sure, <So>. okay. <laughs> all right, let's move on to uh, people that we still see on Raw and SmackDown all the time. Randy Orton, Batista, and Ric Flair. I had one the before promo. that. Oh shoot! Yeah. So before that, we uh, we have John Coachman. John Coachman. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Is his name John? I'm just I used to I call, just him, call Co- him Coach. 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 Coachman. Uh, Craig T. Nelson is there. Yeah, Coach is there. He's uh, backstage. He's running into people. He runs into Teddy Long, who we saw as a ref a few ago, and now mm-hmm. he's a, a backstage figure. Uh, and then he runs into Raw General Manager Eric Bischoff. 
who uh, is yelling at his assistant, Johnny Nitro, a.k.a. John Morrison, that he doesn't want to get... He hears Undertaker's there, but he doesn't want to get scooped by SmackDown. He doesn't want to get swerved by SmackDown. <sighs> it's God. such a weird... This is the brand split with the fake backstage politics. It's worse than like the the fake backstage politics now because it was like, oh, you had two shows that were different companies. Like it's... I don't know how this works. So at you all. don't like the face, the fake sports. You like the fake business more than the fake sports. No, I like the fake sports more than the fake business. No, 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 no. I mean, like the backstage. This is more like fake sports executives. Oh, trying and to currently scoops. it's just like fake business. They're doing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Stephanie, in front of the show, Stephanie has refers to it as business cosplay. <laughs> That's one of her favorite parts of That's good. modern day wrestling. Yeah, it's co- corporate Kane and his business cosplay. Yeah, he's a he's doing a business like yeah. Vince yeah. Adult Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got reports too. <laughs> he's got evaluations. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. No, maybe if I watched it in this this great period of wrestling, that was ruthless aggression. I would have gotten it. But uh, yeah. Anyway, Johnny Nitro then ends up becoming Johnny Mor- John Morrison, and now he's I think he's in uh, Lucha Underground. Oh, okay. You'll. I'm sure he's in he's in some WrestleManias doing ladder matches. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure he's risking his life and no one knows his name. Yeah. Moving on now, now. we have Randy Orton, Batista, and Ric Flair. Yes. Evolution. Evolution, which existed at the last one, but it wasn't a factor. Yeah. Yeah. This is but so dumb. It's uh it's the you know, it's the then now and forever of wrestling. This promo is so long. It's actually not a bad promo the way they do it though. There's okay, explain how they do it. So they they have they're they're hanging out in a stairwell as you do when you're a 23 year old Intercontinental Champion. You hang out with your older friends, uh, and you cut a promo against McFoley because because they're gonna fight. No, because that's the stairwell that they threw McFoley down okay. a few weeks yeah. back. See, that's even better storytelling. So it's a call, but a the call. promo could be 30 seconds. Right, but the way they better. do it c- compared to some of the non. Compared to some of the Limp Bizkit scored montages we've gotten. Those are great, though. That Limp Bizkit My Way montage was amazing. No my, joke. Yeah, My Way, maybe not Crack Addict, but My Way was good. No, but they cut it. They like It's like an old they go to the, promo. They go to the videotape. Sure, but then every time they cut back, there's a slightly different camera angle. There's three different camera angles for no reason. Yeah, you think Doesn't Randy Orton's just going to... He's a snake. He's not just going to stay in one place. They all stay in the same place. The camera moves. <laughs> I think that's that's camera. There's actually trickery. four camera angles. It bothers me so much. That's my one main note. There's no continuity in promos. Yeah. Do you, how do you do? You like how young Randy Orton looks? Yeah, but he's always looked like trash to me. Like he's a trash person. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. But he's a, but he's like a like baby faced in the standard way. Not Randy like, Orton. I don't think he looks n- nothing like his grandfather. Father. Or, or father. Sorry. He looks like he, well his his, grand, father, his grandfather too. I think so. His father was like a fat piece of shit awesome like wrestler and Randy Orton is a snit is a fucking not POW MIA soldier <laughs> not MIA either not a, was it what is it AWOL AWOL yeah. yeah is that part of evolution he's an AWOL evolution soldier yeah who looks like a fucking snake yeah and like genuinely likes just the music like a... of disturbed <laughs> he's that guy Ugh, where he's... Batista I think he's in on the joke I like Batista yeah Batista's, no, Batista's role Batista's in the fine. newest Bond movie is awesome now I think he gets I don't know how much he, he gets got it the, now. Yeah, he definitely gets it now. And Flair's a horrible piece of shit that I like. And Rick Flair is Rick Flair. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I need money. Yeah. I'm going to look like garbage forever. <laughs> now that not, forever. Getting any, not getting any better. Don't worry, guys. Hulk Hogan will say horrible things, and I'll be the legend. Um, Was, is Hulk Hogan's racism the best thing that happened to Rick Flair in the last five years? Because it made him the last man standing? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Is he gets he... a podcast now. How great is it? Rick Flair's <laughs> doing a podcast. <laughs> 
You might as we should just quit. Ric Flair does a podcast. <laughs> oh, Rick. Oh, uh, whatever. We're not didn't do impressions of other wrestling. That was podcasts. yeah. That's making that's bad. Deep cuts there. Uh, Let's yeah. move on to a a match that is really boring. I would actually just like to skip this one. Um, it's a two team. It's a four way, uh, fatal four way for the World Tag Team Our Championship. First of the night. Two of these oh, will happen. It's basically uh, uh, they had a bunch of tag teams and they didn't know what to do with them, so they did this garbage. But they didn't have a bunch of tag teams because some of these tag teams are just like jobber teams anyway. Um, this is uh, Booker T and Rob Van Dam, the current champions, against Garrison, Cade, and Mark Jindrak, which is like, did they like even bother know. with I the jobber names? The Dudleys and Le, La Resistance. And here's my one note. Um, I thought the Dudleys were from Dudleyville, not New York City. Come on, this guys. This is the time they start getting billed from New York. Not really? just when they're there. but oh, I thought also. it was just because they were there. I I noticed that Bubba was wearing shorts. Ooh, yeah, great, looking good. Um, it's it was totally a fine match, but it wasn't really tag team wrestling because no, of the four way thing. Yeah, they do these now still, and it's a strange thing where anybody can tag anybody in. It's a it's stupid. It makes the logic of it falls apart immediately. But once again, uh, we want tables chance started almost immediately. Yeah, they are still in the shadow of that. I mean, they're still now. I mean, they yeah. were done Monday yesterday. We want tables. As long, anytime the Dudley's in the ring, but especially it's highlighted by the fact that we had those great uh, tables, ladders, chairs match, and now we're having fatal four ways with nothing. half the guys you don't even. So care there's about. this is eight men in a match. This match is under eight minutes long. It's seven minutes and fifty one seconds. It's a nothing. Yeah, with some of the uh, with probably top five tag team we'll ever going to see with the Dudley's. Dudley's, yeah, definitely. And then one of the best guys with Booker T. Yeah, just fucking buried. Yeah, it, there, it does have a moment. Where I had to kind of go back and look. There's one moment in the ring where it's Booker and Devon, and I'm like, it catches your eye because it's very rare to see yeah, two black true. wrestlers in the ring, and the only the other ones. There's actually a third black wrestler in this as well. One of the members of something, I think. Oh yeah, the greatest ta- world's greatest tag team. Yes, yeah. but I was thinking back. I mean, I think there's probably a moment where that cre- that um, Chicago street fight. I know it's tough to keep track because they happen so often, but I think. I mean, considering Ahmed Johnson and Do you think Rahm Emanuel is going to get recalled because of all those Chicago street fights that are going on? Yeah. I said that for two reasons. Uh, you can't recall the mayor and B, Chicago street fights don't exist. Yeah. Those are two things you should know about Chicago. <laughs> That's it. What uh, kind of sweatshirt are you wearing right now? Chicago Bears. There you go. Um, no, I think it had... It's I my off-season hoodie. It's my <laughs> off-season Bears hoodie. It's always the off-season for you, buddy. Thank you. So Ahmed Johnson and Farouk probably hit each other with a, t- a stick or something. At thirteen, um, but bef- but oh since boy, that, yeah. but before that, it's You're WrestleMania right. three with Butch Reed and Coco Beware. It's so fucked up. Yeah, it is getting better. It is getting better for that stuff at least. New day, new day rocks. No, no, and just in general, even like the singles division, it's not just white guys over and over and over again. It's it's pretty. It's close pretty to that. white, it's but pretty it's pretty not nearly as white yeah. as it was. They're trying. They're even definitely trying. Just Twelve years ago, that says yeah. something. That's right. good. Once again, the WWE is full of social justice warriors. It's his vision. It's one man's vision. God damn. All right, so we're going to go back to arguably the greatest announcer that was not calling matches, which is Mean Gene. Yeah. Um, well, d- don't we cut Sorry, I fucked backstage? That up. Yeah, we cut backstage, yeah. and then we, we find Mean Gene. Yeah, so Coachman is investigating some weird noises. He's, I guess, ostensibly looking for The Undertaker, which just seems like a dumb thing to do. You mean the gimmick that they did over the summer with Jon Stewart? 
Yeah. You mean it's the a, same gimmick they did 11 years now, later? forever. In New York? They began again, again. They're like, oh, we're not in Manhattan, we're in Brooklyn, we could still use this gimmick. It's fresh, fresh eyes. Uh, so they we, actually <laughs> had a smoke, they actually, it, it, no, fuck this. It, was it Summer? Yeah, it's yeah, Summer SummerSlam. Slam. They didn't just have like, where's the Undertaker? They had a fucking smoke machine. And then Undertaker walked through, and John Stewart and his kid had to, like drop their jaws like cartoon characters. Do you think that there's been a missed opportunity to like have the dead man and have him on a hoverboard, so he's just <laughs> floating around, but not really? I'd like to see it. That's how Bray Wyatt should come to the ring. Yeah, that's the Undertaker and Kane's soul. See that he eat. Yeah, it's, he just rolls, rolls in, rolling. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. What garbage people. Moving on. So the weird noises are being made by Mean Gene and Bobby the Brain. Because they're doing sex stuff backstage. With Mae Young and Fabulous Moolah. Fuck Moolah. Yeah. And That's the joke here is that they're old ladies. Because these, like, these guys are such spring chickens. Uh, Bobby yeah. doesn't sound too good. No. He, Bobby the his, Brain His health, not, not great. He's still alive. It's even worse, yeah. Well, that's usually what happens. Well, yeah, it doesn't get better. Yeah, he's had a miraculous recovery. <laughs> it does not get better. Yeah, that's the lesson of this podcast, end of life. It doesn't get better. Finally, our third match, we get to you, our first video oh my package. God. Thanks for what? Take forever, this whole thing. Don't worry, we only have three hours and 45 more <laughs> minutes to go. Yes, this is, a, this is a, okay, there's things in this that are pretty abhorrent, but it's a really good story. It's not that abhorrent. Okay. I don't think. All right. Oh, so, yeah, there's that one thing. Sorry, yes. never mind. So, I concede. This is basically a love story between Chris Jericho, Christian, and Trish Stratus. Is Trish from Canada or just Christian and Jericho? Oh, they all are. Canadian, so is, it's a Canadian love story. It's a Canadian soap opera. That's all this is. It's uh, Degrassi. Yeah. Yeah. Drake got shot. There you go. Um, it's, it's a, a really long video package. Yeah, with some nice acoustic guitar. Under, is it really? Which I'm pretty, I sure, is by, yeah, pretty sure by Nickelback. I thought it was by Fozzie. Chris which Jericho's is, band. Which is mentioned multiple times. Yeah, well, he was trying to get a real push for his crappy band. Still going, by the way. Yeah. Now, then, forever, Fozzie is going to be on the Kiss Cruise. That's, These are real things. I'm not making this up. On the what cruise? The Kiss Cruise. Why are they on that? Are they like a Kiss? There's a Kiss Cruise. Okay. There's multiple cruises. For example, Motorhead had a cruise. Right. And actually had one scheduled for 2016. Awkward. Let me decide it was time to play the game. Could no longer go on his cruise. Not the game of life, though. No, no, no. The game. Oh, yeah. God damn it. So, yeah, it's, uh, they, there's these, like, cruises, and, the, like, like a band will play, like, the four sets, and then they right. just have a bunch of their friends, and they make a shitload of money. There's a Kiss Cruise. Okay. Fozzie played on the 2015 Kiss Cruise. Okay. There you go. There you go. So, the story here is basically that, um, from my notes, um, it's a, it's a classic, uh, you know, romantic comedy Lover's type of thing. triangle. No, but it starts as, like, Jericho makes a bet that he can nail Trish before Christian nails Lita. And then it turns out that he's really in love with Trish. It's like, what is this, like, Save the Last Dance or something? Like, it feels like that's Also, didn't Lita movie. and Christian have sex in the ring, or was that Hardy? It was Edge. It was Edge. Yeah. Wait, what? It was Edge and Lita, yeah. Edge and Lita? Yeah. So Christian and Lita never were together? No, I don't think so. And the bet was that Christian would have sex with Lita first? That, yeah. Lita is never seen in this promo. No, <laughs> She's Did mentioned. you notice that? She's just a sex she's object. She's just mentioned. Yeah. Is that, that's like even worse than a sex object that's unseen. You're um, a ghost. Yeah. And then uh, Jericho, you know, he decides he really loves Trish, but he gets friend zoned. And uh, then Christian starts his machinations, um, basically goes behind Jericho's back and pursues Trish for himself because women are property. Um, 
Well, there's absolutely nothing wrong if you genuinely like a person to try to date them. It's yeah, not you, like they were. Well, he, like he he told his friend, like, no, nah, she's not into you. He like he stirred the pot. Did you not catch the story? I got of the that soap he stirred opera? the pot, but at the same time, we are adults here. You could just talk to that person if you're that gullible, Chris Jericho. Yeah. Maybe you go practice with Fozzie some more. Yeah, and then you leave can get the love into the adults. You get, then you can get someone like, like Bobby Trish the Cash. Brain and Moolah. Yeah, they 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 figured it out. So uh, Bischoff, because he's a bad guy, he makes Christian Reschel Trish, um, and uh, basically Christian's like, no, oh, I'm a good guy. I'll just I'll you I'll lay down and take the pin. Um, and then he doesn't do that, and he uh, clotheslines her and uh, gives her the walls of Jericho. Which is Jericho's finishing move. Yeah. You know that because it's in his name. Yeah, that's how you know. Um, yeah, and this is basically, that's the story, is that it just they got, you know, now uh, Jericho's going to fight for her honor and fight his former best friend, and they're going to have a match. And that gives you stuff like King saying, women in wrestling don't mix. Um, fuck you, Mula, And fuck you, Jerry the King, Lawler. And, uh, and the match starts. Yeah. It's not a bad match. Yeah, I actually... I'm trying to think if I like this one. I like this one. I think it's I like it as much as the much more, like, famed Jericho-Michaels uh, match. Sure, yeah. Yeah, there's some, there's some good stuff. The first... Jericho's first right hand on Christian looked very stiff. Yeah. Which was, like, the best way to open the match. Make it look really look, real yeah. right away. Right. Um, and they do that, you know, they have the... Equally matched, similar styles, you know, kind of like the like Jericho, mm-hmm. uh, Michaels, where you can do all those kind of chain wrestling reversals, all that stuff, and go vertical and all that. Um, so the I guess the turning point is when Trish comes down. Uh, There's and, a lot of really cool stuff before that, though. Yeah, I mean, like I just don't want to like list moves, but sure, but let me just do okay. a few things really quick. Uh, in terms of announcers, uh, Jericho's dad played for the Rangers. Yes, I did not know that. I think they mentioned it. I mean, they mentioned any time they're in New York, but at the most recent time they were at Madison Square Garden, where they played it on the network, Jericho like addressed the crowd. That's nice. He like grew up going. That's to really cool. MSG. There's another plug for Fozzie, but Lawler in this match. There's a head-to-head shot in this mm-hmm. that I couldn't tell if it was an accident, which obviously makes it a good move. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that one or no? No. Okay. Um, I thought the walls of Jericho from the ring to the floor. That was pretty cool. That was really, really great, and I hadn't, I don't think I'd seen that before. Yeah, no, they basically, he's giving them the walls, they, uh, then Christian slides out of the ring, but he holds on, and he's yeah. still giving them the... So cool. Yeah. I It's amazing, um, and I don't think that's the thing you could practice over and over and over again, but maybe it is. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Was Christian's DDT on Jericho perfect or super botched? Do you know what I'm talking it, about? Yeah, no, I think it just looks really good. It's a good, like, impaler Boy, DDT. That's, that's what I mean. And yeah. That's all before Trish comes out. Right. So no, like, there is, and there's some, there's, a, you know, I had some too, where, like, Jericho, they're doing stuff like springboard stuff off the apron. Um, he, like, suplex about the ring. Like, there's some really, there is some cool, like, technical stuff that looks good. I'd say it's the number three match of the night. We'll get to the other ones right. later. But it's pretty good. Yeah. Except the last few minutes. Right. So then Trish comes down. Um you know, and and Christian attacks her, continuing a the theme, and does does the the old like she's blinded and can't see who she's hitting, so she hits Jericho. Um, so Christian gets a distraction roll up. Um, so basically, at this point, someone has to someone has to turn. Mm-hmm. So it 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 is Trish, um, and so she attacks uh, Jericho, so Christian can come in and finish the job. And then they are in love. Yeah, and they walk out, and and the announcers are shocked, as they should be, 
but not really because anytime you're gonna have this storyline, either either Jericho is gonna do something or yeah. So, so everyone was a loser. Yeah. 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 Really good match. The heels, yeah, the heels heels win the day. Whatever. Yes. So now we cut to our old friend Mick Foley. Yay, Mick Foley. He's wrestling his first match in three years. And uh he's going up against Evolution, so he had to call a friend from Hollywood. The Rock is back. The Rock has come back to New York City. How is The Rock in the fourth match of twelve? It's just so this what is, is wrong with you people. This is the thing of like, doesn't it? It feels like these guys are in it as like an afterthought. Like, oh, we should probably put those huge fan favorites in a match, I guess. How? Against the one of the top wrestlers of all time. You know, I mean, past his prime, but you know. It does, how? Right. What's going on? Yeah. Well, we had this happen. Wasn't this ninth? Wasn't it the last one? 19 where like all the guys you wanted to see were it. There was an hour left. We yeah. have three hours left. There's it was 18. Big... Either 18 yes, or 19 where you like, I may, you know what? I think it was. No, the Rock. Uh, it was eighteen, nineteen. Where most was like a lot of the guys you wanted, but like Taker, sure, sure, Flair, sure. Like a lot of people were out already. Not disagreeing. Yeah. this is worse though. Oh, of course. This is slightly, slightly worse. Yeah. You how could... do you have the Rock on the four of twelve? Like that's very strange. What the fuck? All right. Anyways, before they actually fight, we have a really cool promo where Rock is like directing. It's so great. He's yeah. so yeah. The Rock is giving uh, a promo, and then. Or sorry, no, Foley's giving a promo, then The Rock sort of takes over because he's The Rock and he's the best. Right. And then he decides to give a tour of backstage for no fucking reason. Because he can. He's like, look to the left, there's the legend, blah, blah, blah. Look to the right, there's blah, blah, blah. It's like, who gives a oh, shit? Oh, there's our first murder of the night. Yeah, that's right. Jimmy Snooker. <laughs> yeah. And then like, look out the apron, and they're like, okay, what was it? And like, okay. Or he just, just so he could go out and pop the crowd that's a little so bit because he's coming to the side. so fucking good. Yeah. Um, the the kind of crazy thing with this is like maybe you know at this point obviously they want the Rock they want and they've they've had no problem having him come back and headline Mania since then, but at this point he is definitely, you know, full time in Hollywood, but it's not really working. I mean, it's easy to, it's, it's easy to remember the Rock now is like oh this yeah, huge yeah. successful. He's doing okay. I've always been like even in like the last few years. It's kind of surprising how well it has worked for the Rock because mm-hmm. for a while it was a lot more Scorpion Kings than. Yes, yeah, and Furious. The Scorpion, Scorpion King was a huge movie, number one. Right. This is Walking Tall. There was a lot. There was a lot where he's still trying to find his yeah his way, and I hadn't really found his voice as like an action hero. And I don't think he had the public persona. No, he, didn't. he, didn't. he was still pre- a wrestler actor. This is pre-social media. The, you know. Exactly. So this is st- so I understand that billing, but when you combine it with Mick Foley, come on, guys. Yeah. That what should, the fuck that is wrong be, with you? Yeah. And we'll get to why later. Right, and this and part of this is just to for the for the rocks is that he had left he um put over Goldberg uh April the prior year. Yeah. And uh we'll f- see how that worked out in the, in a few matches. Okay, let's let's get to the actual before the match. I'm sorry. I didn't know that Motorhead also with the Evolution. Yeah, theme. they did. I like the Evolution theme better than Time to Play the Game. If you didn't associate it with Triple H, I think you might like Time to Play the Game more. Okay, maybe. But Evolution's yeah. a pretty, like, it's a solid Motorhead Motorhead doesn't really song. make... Motorhead only has one horrible song, and that's the collaboration they did with Ice-T for the Airheads movie. That's it. But it's great that that exists. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so, yeah, so Lemmy died. We I feel like, you know, sometimes we have a delay on these. Like, he was probably, I think, did some themes of ones that went up in the time between when we recorded. Um, should but we so play a Motorhead first time. song now, or should we play John Cena's theme? You're going to play John Cena's theme, but I want it stated for the record that I'd like you to play the Evolution theme. I'll play the Evolution. We'll play like 10 seconds, 20 seconds of the Evolution theme now. But 
Think about John Cena's theme. While it's happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's think much about, more fun. It's like thinking about baseball, but the opposite. Yeah, so now... Uh, so this match, yeah. this is a Raw match, technically. Correct. Because we didn't establish this, but okay, there are two factions. There's SmackDown and Raw. Yeah. Michael Cole and Taz are the announcers for SmackDown. That's what we had for 19. And Jerry setup. Lawler and Jim Ross are the announcers for Raw. Correct. The Rock and Mick Foley are, have no affiliation because they're sort of visiting guest stars. Correct. The show SmackDown is named after something The Rock says. <laughs> right? Yeah. Why are the Raw announcers calling this then? Shouldn't everything The Rock does be SmackDown related? No, because it, this is, even though it's the fourth match, this is the A team. I understand right? that it's the A team. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. But sh- come on. Right. They might have even built it as like an inter promotional match or something. I don't know. They have a couple of those where it was two guys from different brands, and like nobody cared. Nobody cared then, I no. don't think. Okay, I'm just yeah. asking. All right, so the match happens. Um, and it starts with uh, all five guys in the ring, which is not how a match is supposed to begin. That's not how it goes, no. Um, but one other thing I want to just bring up is just everyone's ages. So, like, oh, that, please Orton do, is yes. 23. Um, Batista is 35. Flair is 55. Uh, the Rock is 31. And Mick is 38. Who looks worse, Mick or Rick? Ooh. ooh. Okay, uh, I'm going to go with... It depends on if if Rick has the robe on. If Rick has the robe on, Mick looks worse. Right. But if, as soon as he's in just trunks and... Then Mick Foley looks slightly better. Okay. Because yeah, Mick, also, Mick also wears clothes to the ring. You know, he doesn't... He's not out there in trunks. That would be a... No one told Ric Flair he had to take his robe off. Well, Ric Flair does what he wants. <laughs> All the time. All the time. 100%. Even when yeah. he shouldn't because he should care about other people. Yeah. Ric Flair does not care about other people in any way. Yeah. So... I mean, es- it, oh boy. essentially, the, the, the story of this match is it's Mick Foley versus Evolution, but it's Mick Foley versus Orton. Because Orton had the belt. Yes. He had the hardcore belt at one point, or he referred to himself as, like, the hardcore champion. Which is not... Which is, what uh, yeah, the fuck you, don't dude? Think of. Yeah, I mean, their match that... There's a postscript to this, but anyway, the the match is it's essentially Foley versus Orton. Yes. And then it's it becomes The Rock versus Rick. Which is hilarious because Ric Flair's slaps to The Rock are not pulled in any way. Right. He's really trying to hurt a man who is much younger than him. Yeah. And The Rock could destroy Ric Flair, and good for you, The Rock, for not destroying Ric Flair. Well, he's also going against, like, I mean, all these guys want to wrestle against Ric Flair. Of course. Yes. Yeah, so of course. good for you for being a good person who got to live your dream. Yeah. That's why we love you. <laughs> um, but that's the thing, too. Everyone does love him because he's... Ric Flair is clearly a heel. He's always a heel on Monday Night Raw this year, 2016. Still a heel, but people love him. He's still over. Like you can't not, you know, like yeah, people I are going to be wooing along. My few notes for Flair because he's barely in this thing. Because how long is this yeah. thing? This match is 17 minutes seven, long. I think ooh, Rick's probably in the right. ring for four minutes, maybe. Right. A lot um, of his stuff is on the. He's on the apron. He's kind of. It's, um, it's all yeah. him and the Rock. Yeah. And they look great together. Yeah. I mean, they're par- you know the Rock's doing the strut. 
which looks like him do, like skanking. It doesn't look like he knows how to do yeah, a Ric Flair. It's, awesome. Flair <laughs> it's so great. I would love yeah. if The Rock joined his ska band. <laughs> he could do it too. Sami Zayn and The Rock. Oh, that'd be so great. Yeah. Just but The Rock doesn't even. He just skanks. Yeah. Oh, The Rock, you're the best. He's like the guy in Mighty Boston's. I do have a lot of notes for this. Can we get to a yeah. few of them? Uh, Foley choking Orton is just great. Yeah. Um, and here's a here's a quick note. Why doesn't this is not the mandible claw? By the way, this is not Mister Sacco. He's just choking him. Right. Why doesn't everyone just choke everyone else? It looks so great. You're not supposed to choke. I get that, but it's pretty yeah. safe to like make a fake choke look real, right. And not hurt anybody and sell. Oh, but even like a fake choke, like kayfabe wrestling rules, like choke, like a, a legit choke hold is not supposed to be applied. Then break it up. Right, right, right. Yeah, then break. Most but of these things it. are okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah do, do it. It, it okay. should be used Fair. every fucking match. It looks so good, and no one really gets hurt. The double clothes lines are always great. Who does even that? Foley and Batista do yeah. it. When the oh, fuck? when they double when you. When you double cross line yeah. people, it's like the double super kick. They always look cool. Yeah. If Foley and Batista could work together and make that move work, anybody can. Why am I always underestimating McFoley? Probably because he looks like garbage, but he's not. He's actually no. got a great skill set, anyways. Yes. Um, another thing that has always bothered me about wrestling is the ring isn't very big. Mm-hmm. You only know that if you go to shows and, and stuff like that, but it's really difficult to make a tag. Like a, a um, an attempted attack look hard. Does this right. make sense? No, yeah. Getting going for the hot tag, you're always the guys are always crawling like he's in the desert, and it doesn't make sense. Right. But Foley does it on the rock, and one of the reasons why it works is because Foley sticks his hand up in the air rather than out towards the rock, which kind of sort of makes sense if you're dazed. That's another move that literally every single wrestler can use and apply, and it looks better. Right. I mean, this is why McFoley's great because it's the little it. things that just look. But that, it, there's so much of those little things in this match versus any other match, except maybe Guerrero. But yeah. this match is just like, oh, this is like a textbook of like how to do things, regardless of your age, your skill level, your skill set, or your size. Like you can make this thing work, and yeah. these guys make this thing work. It's a really, really, really well paced match with a lot of stuff going on. In and outside of the ring. Right. Yeah, they're not just standing at the corner waiting for tags politely. So there's always stuff going on. But it doesn't feel chaotic. We've had these no, matches exactly. before. No, yeah. exactly. That's the thing that like fucking blows my mind about this match. Another right. thing that blows my mind about this is 12 years ago, it was possible to afford tickets to this and have really good seats. Because if you know, this is the match where you start to notice everyone outside the ring because there's so much stuff going outside, right. going on outside of it. They look like normal people. This mm-hmm. looks like a normal Raw or a normal whatever. Not like your current WrestleMania pay-per-view where it's full of legit celebrities. Right. And uh, people that are like really well-dressed. Nope. These this people just, are actual wrestling fans. Just regular jabrons. Yeah. It's, that's why this, this match should it could have headlined, and it would have been perfectly fine. Yeah. I'm happy with the headliner of this. Definitely. definitely. I'm happy, I'm with, happy the with the top two. The top two match, not the top two on the card, but the like the best. Two. I'm fine with the last three matches on sure. this entire thing. Yeah. But this thing, in terms of skill level and performance, it's almost flawless. Yeah. There's really no consequences. You don't really need to have this match, but I'm really glad it exists. It actually, and it exists for you know, it's a good like Foley gets the hot tag. You know, the guy who shouldn't be getting the hot tag to come mm-hmm. clear house mm-hmm. does. Goes for Mr. Sacco, gets RKO'd out of nowhere. Which now then forever looks amazing. And it does. And it's because, you know, at a certain point you do have to tell these stories. Like, yeah, the two part-timers who are, you know, mostly out of wrestling, who still have a few left. But at this point, you got to, they clearly are grooming Orton. 
He's 23. You got to give him the win, and that's good that they did that. And it's a very similar. And his RKO in the most recent WrestleMania, yeah, was one of the best moves of the night. This guy, oh yeah, the, the 11, 12 years later, is really just as yeah. amazing and as the, he was because he's still in his prime. He's still he's thirty five. That's why yeah. you would invest in young and the talent. fact that he could be possibly done because of his shoulder is nuts. Because still, never even I don't even think hit his he, he, like his peak. Because he like I think if he the thing that Stone Cold was talking about as far as bringing in Jake the Snake to like teach these kids even yeah, at this yeah. point still teach him something you know I agree but anyway completely. here's hoping get we get should mention Randy. that Jr's call on this entire match really really good and the la- the way it ends is perfect he uses the bottom of the ninth analogy on Orton versus Foley nice which I genuinely love because it's kind of a throwback to the first five to six years of WrestleMania when you had Gorilla Monsoon and you had Jesse the Body Ventura calling these things like they were real sports. Right. But not calling it like it's real fighting. Does this make sense? There's yeah, a big yeah. difference. There's a big di- yeah, you, you have that same the, the rhythms that people know. And the-, and the rhythm that he's got with these guys is just perfect. When it comes to real res- quote-unquote real wrestlers, guys that grew up in wrestling, I want Jim Ross calling this thing. Definitely. When it comes to like modern-day scary people like Brock Lesnar, I want people like Taz calling this, which is something I never thought I'd say. Yeah, and you definitely we get that. You know, I... Not as much on this one as we did on on nineteen, but with Taz like calling a certain type of wrestling yeah. is is much much different. Um, the thing with this is that yeah, he gives him Mick gives Orton the rub here as he yes. should because mm-hmm. you're supposed to retire. He's a good man on your back getting the pin. And the thing is, the real rub came a few weeks later. Where I just watched this match the other day. Maybe that's when I saw the uh, Word Life DVD promo. But uh, at Backlash two thousand four. If you can find clips of this online or go on the network, uh, that's the match between Orton. It's a it's a hardcore match for the belt. So it's Orton and and Foley, and uh, to like really settle it. And it is a nasty hardcore match. Really? Yeah. I mean, so he bra- deserves that title. Like, oh, I mean, Orton no, will no, do no. hardcore stuff. Yeah, he will. I mean, I don't know how much he was like trying to be the real. It's obviously Mick Foley's the, but he definitely. There's plenty of thumbtacks and barbed wire, and there's some crazy spots. But it really was like that was the move. I think that was the match that legitimized Orton okay. as like a guy. So that's that's the one to watch. So at this point, we are uh, four matches down with eight to go, and we have three hours to load. Yeah, yeah. it's just insane. I actually that I did note that because it, I was so I was like, yeah, is this holy ever, shit, we have another three hours. Is this ever going to end? That's the thing, though. It's like we've seen two legit good matches. Yeah. One like fun stupid match that was like a throwback to the first wave of WrestleMania, and then yeah. a horrible match. And I'm not bored. I'm just like, oh, I gotta, I gotta pace my like I'm running a race. <laughs> right, it's bad. Yeah. How many beers would you have been in at this point? That's the thing. I I try to know how much. Like we know how long they're going to be. Right. So probably like one and a half. Yeah. I would have paced myself. Yeah. Um. So now we we. What about you? Probably a couple at this point. Crushing some Miller Lights. Yeah, Steve cool Weisers maybe. Yeah. Oh boy, uh, I'm gonna try to get that. Oh, if I really hope for we can Stone get Cold? the Stone Cold IPA for Rumble. Oh, you know, I actually might be able to. I'm gonna be in LA. I can get it. Are you checking a bag? I will if I can get Stone Don't Cold. Don't do that. Beer. Don't do that. When, when are you going to LA? Uh, next week. Oh yeah, you might be able to. I might be able to do it. Hmm. When, Stay tuned. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I bet it tastes like beer. Yeah, it's probably gonna taste <laughs> a lot like beer. Um. I'm not going to smash two of them together because they're glass. 
That should be the promo. Do 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 do. Yeah, it's the glass shatters. There's actually two glass bottles together. Oh well. Yeah. Um, speaking of Hall of Famers, um, this is when we see our first Hall of Fame uh, ceremony. Really, really well done package. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's got some good bones. I mean, there's a lot in this in this class. Um, mostly because it was like the first one, you know, that's mentioned at Mania. I think it might be like. I think it's the first time they really... Yeah, it's the first one they mentioned Mania, so they inducted, like, a ton of people. Um, but not who you'd think. Right, and it's also, like... It, it's also a made-up Hall of Fame by a made-up... For a made-up sport. So what, like, isn't, what isn't a made-up Hall of Fame? No, I know. You know what I, But, I mean, it's, like, it's the company thing, so, yeah, it's going to have that... Whatever they're trying to trying to push as their legacy. Sure. Um, you know, they show clips of it, um, of the, the ceremony the night before, and... Ventura says something which we'll see in a little bit. Oh, we have a lot of Ventura. Yeah, coming so up. I don't even want to tease. You know, I'll tease it there. But you know, Bobby, I think the the big I'm mo- say the quote. Did oh, you hear the quote? Yeah. Well, basically, uh, something to the effect of, you know, I think it's time for a wrestler to be in the White House in two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Maybe we better put a wrestler in the White House. Which got a huge pop at the Hall of Fame ceremony. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, the the emotional moment. I think what really makes the package is, um, Bobby Heenan, who, as we said, is not doing well when he gets inducted. Says that you know he wishes. Monsoon was there. He yeah. passed the, uh, several years prior. Um, what's even more emotional is uh, Pete Rose. Yeah, I was really hoping Kane would come out during the <laughs> Hall of Fame ceremony and like choke slam him just for old time's sake. Nope, it's just I don't yeah. even think we hear from Pete Rose. He's just um, Pete he's Rose. just there. He's in the celebrity uh, the celebrity end of the Hall of Fame. You know, there's other people in that too. I think in the celebrity uh, part of the yeah? wrestling Hall of Fame. Who do you yeah. think who's in there? I don't know. Maybe we'll see him in a little bit. Um, yeah, this is the next thing. Is, so th- is there's the, the vi- wait, really quick. There's okay. the video package of the Hall of Fame yes. induction ceremony, and then, then they, bring they actually out. bring them out. And that's when Mean Gene says like what they've done or who they are. Yeah, Jesse the Mind Ventura is currently teaching at Harvard at this point, like post governor. Post governor. This is 2004. In the spring, like so, this, right before WrestleMania, he has accepted a teaching position for like a guest professorship at Harvard. Yeah, if you went to Harvard, you're a big mark. So like what? <laughs> You paid for that, you idiots. What the fuck? So Jesse He was a public servant Ventura was teaching at Harvard. Teach it yeah, I mean he at that point his curriculum was mostly steel beam related. Oh my god. Yeah. And then right after that is one of my favorite uh moments of the evening, which is an ad for the WWE shop dot com. I think they used the same crabby graphics. They as did, last time. same as last time. Yeah. Which is really disappointing. Come on guys. Yeah, step it up. It's two thousand four. Um, now comes, like, yeah, the worst thing of the night. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so this is the Playboy evening gown match, um, which, it you know, not to, like, say, oh, that, that, the... This is better than Seattle, though, seriously. This because is there's better. actually wrestling? There's actual wrestling. Okay. And, I, well, and we'll get to this. I almost, I don't know if you like, like, my th- argument for 19, for having a stupid, like, we're gonna have girls hit each other with pillows uh-huh. and, like, take each other's clothes off is, like, there's no... Pretense? Pret- pretense that's anything but that. Okay. How is this any different? It just it's just strange. At least there's actual wrestlers. And then th- you get Cole and Taz being like these pervy teen announcers. Uh, well, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, no, I know. I just think that the one in Seattle was a little bit worse because at least this is in a ring. Right. And well, that, at- they voted. It could have been in a ring in Seattle, but they chose a bet. Of course. Stop they taking did, away they their did right vote. to vote. Yeah. Okay. So Sable is in this. Right. Who is a legit wrestler that we learned. Yes. We've seen her, like, legit wrestle and be very good at it. Right. A few years prior. Okay. Yeah. Tori Wilson and Sable 
uh, versus Stacy Keebler and Miss Jackie. I don't have any notes for this. I but, do. Um, yeah, go for it. What's worse, hearing Jerry, hearing uh, Lawler, or hearing Cole do commentary for the evening gown match? We heard we had Cole and Taz. I still yeah. think it could have been worse. Yeah, he would just said puppies. He would have had a fucking it stroke. Could have been Lawler and then Jim Ross being uncomfortable. Yeah. So it's still it could have been worse. Tori does not get a big pop. I don't think the anyone. The yeah. crowd is not really into this. Um, she was never like that's the thing. Post Sable, like I don't know. I mean Keebler, yeah, but no one. It's really, Sable in. I don't think any of the like the diva type wrestlers. Uh-huh. Not even the ter- current term they use, but like the ones that are clear because there is a there is a women's wrestling match on this card. This is not it. The diva ones. I don't think anything was bigger than Sable in '98. You know, like I think. No, you're right, but this is six years after it. this. Yeah. No, it's yeah. Get some new broads in there. They did. They had Stacey Keebler, whose talent is to bend over to bend over and go over in the second the rope. Second rope, yeah. With um, a straight leg, yeah. Okay. It's really, really quiet during this match. Right. Like, the crowd is somewhat uncomfortable, which is kind of nice because you wouldn't expect They're a very that. respectful crowd, yeah. It's, I'm not joking. <laughs> watch this and then watch 19. Yeah, no. I mean, it's, it could be a lot worse. And then here's another thing. Here's my uh, note. Two notes. This makes sense before the internet. This type of match yes, makes sense for the internet. But the internet exists at this point. You don't need to see this. Yeah, you don't need, like, if you're, like, Google image searching boobs, like... You don't... This, yeah. th- during the Miss Elizabeth era, that's how you were able to say she's the most beautiful woman ever. Because Small sample size. the internet didn't exist. Yeah. Now you could see these people that are in the ring as many photos as you want. Yeah, but them not... And they were in Playboy. Exactly. So, yeah. What the fuck is this so, about? So it is... It, it has this weird, like... Like, oh, we're being so cheeky, and it's just, like, silly. You can't be cheeky when you could see everything. Yeah, but the other thing with this, you, you're you arguing, like, oh, they're not, like, cheering and being gross. But, like, what's, like, better, you know, like, someone at a strip club getting a good reaction or, like, a silent strip club? Like, I feel like this is almost No worse. strip club, because this is technically not that. This is, like, last year was that. No, I know. They do some wrestling. They do some wrestling, and here's what, like, blows my mind. Not blows my mind, but it makes me wonder why... I'm so opposed to this because how is this exploitive when nearly every single wrestler, both man and woman, Correct. is wearing the same amount of clothes? already wearing underwear, yeah. We just watch multiple men in underwear touch each other yeah. and almost kiss. Well, that's much later on. But yeah. how is that any different? How am I like, this is offensive, but like fucking it's dudes your, are doing it's it. your liberal feminist is that uh, it? sensibilities, yeah. If they just had a tag team match and it was these people and they didn't have the fucking Playboy logo and it was that the Playboy logo, they didn't come out in evening gowns and then strip them off of each other. Sure. They but didn't Rick have two Flair announcers like two announcers like whacking off at ringside. That's it too. Yeah. It's and, how you sell it. And then I another note I have is uh remember when uh, Stone Cold and Bret Hart bloodied up the ring? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Same world, same, same same universe. Same thing. Yeah, now the only thing that, um, before we get to our next promo, they do something where they show the international fans. Yes. Um, the only thing that's important in that is that, you know, these people came from, like, as far as Sydney, Australia, you know, a lot a lot of Brits, Scots, Irishmen and stuff, all, all English-speaking because they're not going to do any of the hard work of, like, translating non-English speakers. But one, you know, they come and they want the whole experience. They get access. I know you're going to. Yeah. I'm yeah, you so do. excited. You know where I'm going? I'm oh, going, going to the WrestleMania brunch. Hell yeah! <laughs> they got the brunch back. They brought the brunch back. Yeah, just for the Brits. Do they still have the brunch? Find out. We got to go to the ticket. brunch. Yeah. I don't care about going to WrestleMania Star. I want to go to WrestleMania Star brunch. So every time you've, you've brought up, it's like, oh, can we go for this really serious reason? It's like, can we go to see if they have the brunch? I want to go to the like brunch. Leave. I want to do the 5K. 
Yeah, like Undertaker could die in the ring. You're like, I'm going to the I'm going to the brunch. I don't know. I'll see you after. I gotta go row with Mr. Fuji. (laughs) I think he's dead. Never mind. Uh, Right here's here's why people judge Michael Cole as they should. Yes, Michael Cole is the current head head announcer at every WWE event for now, then forever. Yeah, he's clearly on script or getting fed a script because transitioning from the Playboy, oh the Playboy match. To the package of the international fans, he says, what a global phenomenon. But it sounds like he's referring to tits and ass, and it's just yeah. like, oh, you, oh, you fucking gross. asshole. And yeah, you asshole, Vince McMahon, who oh, said that into boy. his earpiece. Somebody, it's either like you don't, you're either not paying attention, or you should know when to like shut up for 20 seconds and then say the Let line. Let a transition happen, yeah, before you're just gross. But just like, oh, what a global phenomenon. What, like women taking off evening <laughs> gowns to fight? That's a global, you global. fucking suck. We're global. Right, um, so that was my big note, brunch. Yeah, so uh, after the brunch, we cut to backstage. What uh, do you think is served at the brunch? I didn't have any time to come up with... Uh, I wonder if it's like a... Like a food puns. A tater basic tots? Like panca- oh, probably tater tots, you're right. I wonder if it's like a pancakes, like fireman's type of thing. I think in WrestleMania when they were uh, four and five, when they were at Trump Plaza, it was like a lot of bagels. But that was the '80s, you know. You could just do a lot. Everyone of was everyone was doing bagels. Well, everyone in the 80s. was carb loading in the '80s. Like, yeah. what would it it's be now? Atkins. Probably a lot of fish. At probably the a lunch? lot of yeah, a lot of salmon, a lot of lox. I mean, is you're it, in New York. You got to have bagels with lox. This is going down treacherous road right here. No, no, no. I just think of I think of New York bagels. I got that classy bagel water in New York. Yeah. I wonder. I bet There's it's going to be like. Yeah. I bet this year it's going to be like brisket. I bet they're going to have brisket at the brunch yeah. this year because they're in Texas. Like a nice br- like a brisket Benedict. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Toss oh, eggs on probably. That. Yeah. Oh, that's a good JR's one. JR's barbecue sauce. Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. Get Use that s- instead of anything. <laughs> Use that instead of any sauce. <laughs> yeah. Then we um with about as good a transition we cut to backstage where Chris Benoit. And uh, Eddie Guerrero are, you know, talking about their matches uh, later that night. And, you know, Benoit has, like, the charisma of, like, a wet towel. And uh, Eddie Guerrero has so much charisma, but also good company, man. Because if he said Vato essay like, one more fucking time, like, it's almost like saying Latino heat. Like, he Latino, Which he does. He Latino heated his own promo. He like, does say Latino heat. Yeah, he's got it, you know. Um but they they hype each other up because they are both in uh, main event matches. Later and Eddie there. Guerrero is very 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 proud of his friend. Yeah, and he wants Chris to know how proud he is. Yeah, and he wants him to be fired up, be that Wolverine, that rabid Wolverine who would do anything to win. Okay, yeah. so now we get to our cruiserweight open, which is a bad idea. Yeah, this is a. Uh, it's like what nine people. I think you can count eight. if you want. Um, this is uh. Basically, two guys start, and it'll, you just keep pinning people until there's no more people. Right? Nine, it's like a ten. It's ten. like a little. It's like a Royal Rumble. It's like a battle royale. It's not a, it's not a battle royale. It's sort of it's a not, battle. It's ro- the opposite because there's two start. Whatever. Man. The point is, this sucks. Yeah. Well, and here's there, the thing: it doesn't suck the whole time. There's a couple cool things, but it's a lot. I mean, the thing is, they've never been as we saw during the Attitude Era once. Cruiserweight has never been there. No thing. one cares. Is it possible to care? It's not impossible to care. They've never used the right guys at the right times. Uh, we have yet to care. Correct. Okay. I mean, it's possible to care. Like like I said, when the WCW guys were, there, like when Guerrero and Benoit were in a 
in Malenko and Jared okay, Gordon. I concede. Away. I yeah. concede. But these guys, and there are some good guys here. I mean, Chavo's oh, good. Sure. And Ray like, Mysterio is amazing. Yeah, Ray Mysterio. Like you've got, you know, you got some good. Even even Jamie Noble, which is great. I mean, I have Tegiri. Yeah, Tajiri. Tajiri. Yeah, Tajiri versus Mysterio was like really great. Yeah. Um, and these are guys who were, except for Ray, mostly on you know Tajiri, like mostly like misused in WWE. Therefore, I am very uninterested in this match, and it's fine, but it's way too much going on to care. Right, and you keep you basically just you know get, get through a couple of guys, get quick pins. You know, Jamie Noble goes on a little bit of a run. Uh, looks pretty good. Uh, Rey Mysterio is Flash, um, which Taz doesn't know. He references multiple superheroes, but doesn't realize he's Flash. Well, I don't know. They didn't have. They have him in the Red Hook section of Brooklyn, I guess. Um, you know, Billy Kidman, who I'm not sure if we've seen before, WCW guy. Um, Maybe. He does know. a shooting star press outside of the ring and lands on his head because uh, we learned at WrestleMania 19, don't do a shooting star press. It's the same move that Brock Lesnar did and landed on his head. The he Billy. lands real bad. They even showed a few times, and it's not great. Do you know if he's if he did that again? <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, right boy. Before he died. Oh, now, Is he dead? No, I don't think so. I think he's fine. Okay, I'm pretty sure he's fine. That's I mean, the safe thing to assume with recapping WrestleManias. Oh, I don't I'm sure think he's Billy fine. Kidman's dead. Who headlined this one? Okay, the six one nine that Mysterio does is always now then forever fucking cool. Yeah, especially that time he killed a guy last year with it. Oh, that's right. But that was a total. As we're talking about that, yeah, no, he died on this setup to it. Yeah, Billy so Kidman. Fuck off. It was Billy Kidman still alive. He's forty one, alive. All right, Mysterio jumps over the ref at one point, and I don't think that had yet to be done in the WWE. I hadn't. Seen, I mean, I hadn't it's seen. later in the match. He jumps over yeah, the. Yeah, ref. no, I saw it. I saw it in this. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, and it, and just because I'm watching this stuff, you know, now and also with like watching. I'm saying in stuff. a WrestleMania had not. Been oh, it had not happened in WrestleMania. I'm yeah. sure it may have happened in matches. Sure, but, sure, sure. But it also happened last year at uh, in Brooklyn with with Sasha and uh, Bailey. I don't remember that at all. Sasha, like Bailey's outside the ring, and Sasha, the ref is trying to get her back in. And Sasha and and Sasha. You know what said? I rewatched that like two weeks ago, and I don't remember that. That's a big spot. Yeah, we'll rewatch. She like jumps over his back out of the ring. It's pretty great. Um, yeah. So the story here is basically that Chavo Guerrero is the champion, and that they're putting all these obstacles uh, in the way of Ray. Um, and that like he's going. To, so he does that move, but but Chavo Senior comes out, and they do a cheat finish, and which is cool. Yeah, because like, he holds I, I, on. Does he, isn't this the one where he holds, like he pulls his arm so he can, yeah. Yeah, but it's important that fathers and sons work together. Yeah. That's a theme of WrestleMania. It happened with Rocky and Rocky Johnson. I'm serious. Yeah, except I like for that it. No, except for that time Vince and Shane uh, beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, that was weird. You would think that out of any of the combinations. It'd that be, would be the one that they worked together, but. No, it's a good point. I yeah. never thought of that. Freud 101. Wow. WrestleMania. That WrestleMania, I'm still, that is still one of the best spots. The coast-to-coast -coast, uh, oh garbage can. Yeah. Is it just because I don't even think it's because we underestimated Shane McMahon to do something? No, like I think that. it's the underestimate. It's the you think it's that? Yeah, because you're like I can't believe Shane O'Mac can do that. Oh boy! So that's our greatest hits of WrestleMania 18. Was that was 18, 18 or 17? Or 17. Seven, is 17 a number? No, it was right. You're X7, yeah. or was it 2000? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so all these numbers get in my head. If you after this match, if you were wondering what King would sound like uh, commenting on the Playboy match. He lets you know because he's got a joke ready. He's uh, talking about how J Jr. would call. Him, he says uh, "slobber knockers," so you can see where that's going. And Jr. Right. has to tell him to stop because he right. should. He's a grown man. All right. So pretty bad start. Pretty great finish. Yeah. But overall, just poor pacing. 
Yeah. I understand that you want to give these guys a shot. No one's disagreeing, but it's just it's just yeah. too much to care. And it's just not that that becomes you know it's a chicken or egg thing. But cruiserweight is just not the way the WWE style. You and know? you could do it well. Yeah. I, I I don't agree with you that it's not the WWE style. I just think in this instance it wasn't done right. well. And doing it and having like. One, two, three, ten four, guys. five, six. Yeah, ten. I think ten nine get guys. in, and in eleven and a half minutes, you're not really working. You can't care. Yeah, you're just breezing and it, through it. And Mysterio's in there for at least like three or four. Yeah. So that's that now everyone else's time is down to like what thirty seconds. Yeah. Some guys don't even get in the match. So it's if like, you're yeah. a wrestler and you just want to be like, oh, I was at WrestleMania, and you, just, you could just fucking name a match in this or the one after Goldberg and Lesnar, and no one would be able to prove you wrong. Right. I'm that guy. Okay. Fucking yeah. You were in that. Okay. Cool. Sure. Overall, I'm glad it existed. I just think that they could do it better, and I think they know they could do it better, but there's yeah. no incentive to make it any better. Because the Monopoly era. It's, I don't even think it's a Monopoly era. I just don't think they see money with these guys. Yeah, no, that's true. That's the thing. But I do. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, that's that. That's what I mean. It's, like, not their style because it, that's what I mean, chicken or egg. Like, it's not their style because they don't, don't think it is, right? And I think the next thing was yeah. their style, and if these two gentlemen weren't leaving, would have been the headline match at WrestleMania. It's Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and the and you know, this is a this is Goldberg's uh first and only WrestleMania. Uh that's, so weird. that's the thing. He came in the the Raw after uh WrestleMania in two thousand three. Is this how contracts work for uh WWE? They start the day after and then they go until Mania because this is how Paige came in, this is how a lot of people come in. But those are weird, like Paige coming, she came from NXT, so like I they don't just give her a new contract. Is, it's usually like a year contract. Is that correct? I have no idea. Okay. Well, the Raw after Mania is always like... This, I think it was a special thing because he had been sitting on the shelf. They didn't bring him over mm-hmm. once they bought WCW. They gave him a year contract. And yeah. it happened to be those dates. Okay. Go so ahead. he the storyline for this one is that um, Brock uh, had the belt, right? And he, he screwed Goldberg at the Royal Rumble. Goldberg was going to win the Royal Rumble. Um, and then Goldberg screwed Brock back at No Way Out, um, so that he the, Brock would lose the belt to Kurt Angle. Um, and then somehow uh, Austin gets involved because um, he's at the time the sheriff of sheriff of Raw. Raw, which is it's, it's an elected position. Um, I I have a thing in here. Don't steal a man's ATV. Yeah, why? The, yeah. Th- that seems to be the actual feud. Yeah, they stole uh, Brock stole Austin's ATV because uh, Austin had had, had given uh, Goldberg a ticket, and then he took that ticket and then um, interfered in the match. So Brock and Austin kind of have a feud that they didn't actually have in the ring because um, Austin's too fucked up to not like yeah, drunk, but like also physically. yeah. Well, Austin didn't want to give him as we've talked about. He didn't want to just like lose on Raw for no reason. He wanted to do a storyline, which is what. They end up doing here. They do a story, and he's in it tangentially. Sure, but at yeah. the same time, Austin can't take certain hits. Yeah, no, because he's hurt. Yeah, yeah. forever. Now forever. then, forever, he's done. He's he cannot wrestle. Um, but the problem is that um, both of these guys are leaving the next day, and people know it because the internet is, exists. And this is why this doesn't work either. You can't yeah. pretend that the internet doesn't exist, right? And at this point, they're very they're much better about this in the last obviously the last few years. This. Almost was a storyline at a recent pay per view. I think it was actually this mania. What? Whether or not Lesnar was going to leave? Exactly. Yeah, and they spun he went it on Sports Center like a to an, he and he like was. I'm taking my talents to WrestleMania. Like yeah, he, he they made it into a media moment because yeah, they're a two lot more savvier years. with it because 
Well, 2004, they still think you're turning into WrestleMania to see women in underwear. They're not sure, really with sure, the Sure, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So basically, you're really the, there to see the future Baby McMahon take over the company. <laughs> again, yes. Um, so, yeah, the, the fact that you know Brock is going to try to try his hand at the NFL, be last cut Which Goldberg training. had already done. Yes. Um, which is a part of it. It's a part finally, of it. They, they kind of, in the match, this. they actually have to reference it because... The chance for yeah. you sold out. You start, start immediately. And then they, they, trans, they, you know, it's a good New York crowd. They start doing na-na-na-na goodbye. Yep. They um, do Austin chance. Austin gets a chance. And he's, if you get a feeling he's vindicated. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, this. oh, yeah, this is what, I'm, I'm refing this match, and you're, like... You waste a huge opportunity to look like assholes. Mm-hmm. There's a chant for Bret Hart. I didn't hear that one. That's yeah, funny. there's a there's. I, a I guess so. Bret Hart was in attendance. <laughs> okay, cool. There's so many chants. So the the what gave them an opening for so many chants is the fact that Goldberg and Lesnar stare down without making contact for literally minutes, and it's like it really looks like it's supposed to look like oh they're both so tough, but it really looks like these are two guys who don't want to do the job, who don't want to be there. Or they don't know what to do because they're not used to crowds like this. Because these got these were both of them at certain times, like the feature inter- the feature yeah. performer for the WCW and the WWE. Goldberg was right. the man for what two, three years for the WCW. He had like a oh no, definitely undefeated yeah. streak for yeah. how many? Weeks? If you listen to WCW at the time, he won a thousand matches undefeated because they kept inflating the number and made yeah. it into a joke. But no, he was, and they brought him in for a year. They thought it just didn't work out. He, you know, he wasn't going to get that same kind of like. So, do you know why kid. it didn't work out? Uh, because he... I, because they only they had that one storyline WCW, which was like he was this un, unbeatable monster, and people got tired of it, and then he wanted that same kind of like I want to be the. It's the same. I want to be the top monster. Yeah, but he could have been the top monster. I mean, you could still face Lesnar every single week, and right. they could trade off being a monster. Yeah, you could have every. He could win every match clean, and then let Lesnar cheat and win every right. other match. I don't. Yeah, and that's the thing. I don't know as much of the Lesnar one. I know with. Excuse me, I don't know as much the Goldberg. I know Lesnar, um, he has and always hated the travel. He didn't yeah, like sure, lifestyle. Sure. He was pissed that they like he went. They made him do like some South Africa tour or something. Like he doesn't, you know, does not like the lifestyle of being a pro wrestler. He was also concerned with, as we'll see, Undertaker coming back. He was concerned if he was on SmackDown with Undertaker, he's going to have to do another program with him and get his ass kicked. Ironically, considering sure, Lesnar sure. and Undertaker recently. Um, which all makes sense and to yeah, me. And no, I understand, so he, I understand and, oh, yeah, Lesnar yeah. leaving, but I yeah. don't understand Goldberg leaving. Lesnar at the time is what, twenty seven? Yeah, he's young. He's in the Goldberg's five. what, thirty eight? He's up he's up there in the thirties. What's Goldberg gonna do? Right. And that's why this is really strange. Like, especially with this happening with them not doing the job. Um you well, know, the, they do the job. They okay, they do. They, they eventually they do. They, they lock up it. a couple times and then nothing. And yeah, it's just it's the most anticlimactic thing, and it's almost 14 minutes of this shit and then they yeah they go through the motion they do all their their big power spots and stuff and some um, of it does look good like Goldberg's press into a spear was yes. really impressive yeah no that was cool because he drops him halfway and then spears him in one motion it's pretty great but the thing is here like you're saying like why didn't Goldberg work out you know what's happening here like who's the face in this match yeah the, and is the there, finish is really like what was your goal the there? 20 manias the 19 manias previous to this has there ever been a time where both performers have gotten equal amount of booze and hatred and vitriol. No. That's crazy. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. Like, you get... And the fact that this is, you know, could have been or should have been a headline-type match, but not because of the way it was happening. A few questions for you. You know the history better than me. Could March they 20. have actually done anything to shut up that crowd? 
could if they actually gave you a five star match for fifteen minutes, would that right. have shut people up? I think as it progressed, I mean, there's a couple you know spots that pop, but I think the the main thing would have been just to come out swinging and like just get get right to it. Like even if you had kind of how Lesnar fights now, yeah, just like go for an F five and like just like shut them up a little bit, you know, or get Austin more involved or something, just because like. Yeah, Austin it's, is really only involved because at one point he does a short, he does a two count on Goldberg and then a two count on and Lesnar, and both parties get upset. Right, they think he's got it out for them, and he which he, clearly doesn't. He doesn't. Right, whatever, who cares? Um, why not call an audible and cut it short? Yeah, well, I, I mean, they had to fill four and a half fucking hours. No, I get that, you but know, they don't, I don't know. They don't they, have no, that's two. They don't obviously, so I don't know why. Um, this is the weird thing. It's like at this point, like I don't get the a lot of the logic of it because, you know. They're both leaving, you know. It's not like you're spoiling the like the fan. You're not like did you do this? Off the audience. So so maybe you do this. So if and and if you're McMahon's guy, if you're in McMahon's camp, you think like okay, let's sort of kind of bury these guys in a whole pro- high profile way. So if they ever come back, we can get them for cheaper. Is that it's weird because they kind of do. I mean, by goal. So, I mean, eventually Goldberg wins and it's like, well, why would you put over the older guy when like, wouldn't you think timeline wise, there's a better chance to get Lesnar, which they end up doing. They don't know that. Doesn't Lesnar sue, though, in real life at one point? Did he sue? I thought he sued and won. For what? I forgot, but I thought he did. Oh, I don't know that history, but he I mean, yeah, it's really confusing me because I mean, I, I figure at least you'd put over the guy that may would potentially have a better chance of wrestling this for you. This has got to be the highest, like, Bill, weirdest, like, highest profile, weirdest match at Definitely. the time. Like, now you can look back and be like, oh, that's a murder or whatever. Oh, but yeah, like, no, of course. Of course. At, in 2004, even at, then, he was like, why is this happening? What's going on? Yeah, at that point, you can't not do the match. But they, the fact that it's almost 14 minutes and they, yeah. I mean, when the match ends, Lesnar flips off the crowd. Which he loves to do. Oh, yeah, it's great. And forever. Yeah, it's great. And so Austin, uh, and he flips off Austin and he gets a stunner, which pops the crowd. And then Austin is kind of, this is the booze are still happening because Austin is then drinking beers with Goldberg. Looks no, like, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. Okay. He gives, uh, Lesnar goes away. Yes. He obviously just leaves the ring. Now the crowd is happy. Then right. Goldberg comes back in, and okay. then they start booing once he gives Goldberg beer. So there's a right. clear, like, maybe 30 seconds of Stone Cold doing his thing with two beers at the, each turnbuckle. Right. Crowds into it. This but could have been Goldberg four and a half. Exactly. This could have been four and a half hours of just Stone Cold giving the finger and Drink doing a Stone beers. Cold stunner every 10 minutes, do, drinking beers. Equally praised. Right. Mania. Yeah, so then he's drinking the beers with Goldberg, which that's, it's like, are we having, like, another WrestleMania 17? Is he with the... F- this guy that's leaving, but no, he gives him a stunner. Yeah, because yeah, which is the, the only way to make the sense out of this. Um, yeah, there's two notes I have. One, there's so much almost kissing in this match. Oh, they're like because they're like nose to nose, like really yeah. a lot. The yeah. most almost kissing out of any Mania match thus far, and this includes our Playboy match and our uh, oh boy. What Fuck. about what about a uh, Hogan uh, Warrior? More more. That was more like, go, you know, like that was because the uh, warriors' uh, makeup would have rubbed off. Oh, okay, yeah, you would. You, you can't idiot. mess up your makeup no. kissing a man. So after that, horse Jr. has a great quote. Yeah, uh, WrestleMania running through the veins of Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Yeesh. I love that. Yeah. Then we go outside of the arena. Uh huh. Fireworks. 
Oh, okay. What you should do in New York? You should in, in Midtown Manhattan. You should definitely set off fireworks for seemingly no reason like on a in Sunday 30 Rock. evening. <laughs> Why are we doing Didn't this? Did that happen in Thirty Rock? Probably. In season one, they like lit up the building and they're like, uh, "We didn't tell anyone we're doing this," and it's like, "Yeah, this is a bad idea." <laughs> so you're saying Thirty Rock also stole from WrestleMania? I think I've mentioned Thirty Rock a couple times That's in the awesome. context of WrestleMania. So yeah, Greenzo. Um, then I think we go back inside. Mm-hmm. So Vince can thank the fans. Sincerely, yeah, I think he's like a, it's a not Mr. McMahon, it's Vince McMahon. It's weird, yeah, yeah. There's no, uh, there's no horrible theme music that's still being used. No chance. <laughs> Love that theme music. It's so bad. Um, and then I think that's when I believe it's Cole who announces our big plans to return to Los Angeles, mm-hmm. WrestleMania 21 Staples Center. Oh, I didn't even notice that one. Yeah, well, I always know it because the last time they did that, it was a huge disaster. Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah, this one. Spoiler alert: They go to Staples Center. It's fine. This was the point that I'm realizing McMahon was sincere for the first time maybe in 20 years in this thing. Yeah, there's a good chance. And he he sincerely thanks everyone. And we've seen these Hall of Famers and we've seen all this stuff. We did not do our really great like Now Then Forever video package with right. the old timers. No mention of Andre Hogan or Warrior during this stuff or Macho Man or any Savage. There's a lot of stuff that's like left out, but... As a package, it doesn't feel like they're intentionally leaving out like they did in the past. They're not like right. white. Wa- they're not like going around it. They're just like we're good. It's they've very got enough odd. history at this point. It's it's fascinating to see how they've now confidently talked about these things, and now you could you, you we've had like six months of the WWE without Hogan. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, they've got enough. I mean, even in this these packages, they can show Brett. They can show Michaels. They can show the Austin and Rock. Yeah, and they've got enough. You know, they for a company that you know can kind of rewrite their history as needed. Yeah, they've which they got do. enough to pull from. Where yeah. it's not as it's not as weird anymore. All right, here we go. Moving on to the third worst match of the night. It's pretty bad. Our third worst match of the night. Second worst match of the night. It's in the yeah. It's, it's the, really bad it's in the bottom. And yeah. w- I would also like to say it's not the performers' faults. No, it's just another fatal four way for tag team championship. It's six minutes long. I mean, there's good guys in this match, but there's no reason for this match to exist. And it just, it's kind of just, it is a waste. Uh, there's people that are just too damn old for this shit. APA mostly. Yeah, Bradshaw and Farouk. Who, by the way, Bradshaw has still not had his, like, oh, it's best WrestleMania moment, it's but crazy. it is coming. It's so weird. Um, you know, you have the world's greatest tag team, formerly known as Team Angle. Um, and they're the best performers in this by far. But they're also working against Too Cool, which is now Rikishi and Scotty Tuhati. Those guys, that I'm, you know, like for a while there, it seemed like that was going to be over forever. It is not. No one cares anymore. They brought them back at this point. Like they weren't, they hadn't been doing it this whole time. Five years in. They are five years into this gimmick, and it looks like it's 10 years too late. But that's the thing. It was already dated. That was the joke. And then it was five, this is like five years since it was at its peak. But that's what I'm saying. They weren't at least. If it makes it any better, they weren't doing it's this every night for five years. Boring batch. Yeah, the only the the other interesting thing is that the Basham brothers, um, that's their government name. Uh, if you're really? yeah, if you're that size and your last name is Basham, I think it, legally you have to become a pro wrestler. That. I get that. So yeah, it's nice that Rikishi rubbing his face, his ass into someone's face is now a WrestleMania moment. Yeah, um, he does make a according to Taz. Taz least. does make a Pete Rose re- reference and he goes, "I'd bet on it." Which is very Jer- it's a very Jerry like uh, Lawler thing. 
Um, my note is basically, why does this match exist? And the comedy tag team of two cool retains. And then we go to a video. Yes. Of Edge. A laughably edited video. Okay, so you're, you were saying that like they used to be really great when they were introduced characters. Right. Um, if you're a brand new character, and they're doing that now in NXT, it's like, who is Nia Jax or who is blah, 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 blah. And it's like they hype it up over series exactly. of weeks, give you tease out more information. But now we're hyping up Edge, who's coming. But we know who Edge is, yeah. And we've seen Edge. We've seen Edge in WrestleMania, right? As he, we've seen Edge win belts yeah, in two so, consecutive WrestleMania. But, but he's been out for a year with a neck injury, and he's coming back. And they're trying to hype the actual thing they sell week to week. But do they even need to? Because wouldn't just Edge's face alone be like huge? You know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't like understand. the fact that they're doing like a weird. Yeah, MTV. Edit He's not video. new. We don't need new. We need Edge. We just, want Edge. The one thing I think it's just up to that. So like, that doesn't bother you at all. No, and what bothered me is that the video, like they could do this type of thing, but it was just like, like zoom cut star okay. wipe. Like it was just very silly. All right. Anyways, yeah. then we have the greatest oh moment. I was so excited when this happened in WrestleMania for you, for twenty. You. Which we're going to play at the end of the show. In its entirety. I already downloaded the audio for this. Good job. It's at the end of the show. If you want to listen to the... It's like, I think it's like two minutes and 30 seconds. If you want to listen to the whole thing, just skip to the end of the show. Yeah. It'll be at, at minute three hour and two <laughs> minute. At, Wrestle, at WrestleMania 20, Jesse the Mind Ventura was introduced as part of the uh, Hall of Fame class. But because it's WrestleMania, Jesse the Body Ventura decided... It's time to do an interview. It's time to go back to Jesse the Body. He's no longer the mind. He's Jesse the Body Ventura. He's going to go in the crowd and do an interview like he would have done at WrestleMania 1. Yeah. He didn't. I don't remember this at all at WrestleMania 1, by the way, which we watched not yeah. that long ago. No. Anyways, he goes out. Who's he going to interview? Who's, who's a local person he could interview? Donald Trump is there. The, num- the star of the number one show on NBC, Donald Trump. Jesse the Mind Ventura. Recent governor of the great state of Minnesota, an independent man, a man that doesn't care for political parties, decides to talk to Donald Trump, the star of Celebrity Apprentice, of Regular Apprentice, and currently, this date, when people look back, on this date, January 5th, 2016, the frontrunner of the Republican Party for the President of the United States of America, Jesse the Mind Ventura, asks him, hey, if I, if I run for president... Would you support me? Donald Trump says, of course I would. Almost pledging his political and financial support to a former wrestler. That is a thing that you could find on the WWE. That's a thing you could find on YouTube and at the end of this podcast. This is the best thing ever. You were so excited. This is the best thing ever. Here's This is one of the points where I'm, st- like, I'm about to start sc- screaming at my screen. Why... Don't people take this seriously? Wrestling? No. Th- like, yes, wrestling. All of this is happening in reality now. Yeah. Like, the bigger f- idea of reality. Everything that Jesse, the body Ventura, talks about with fucking Donald Trump, and then everything that happens in WrestleMania 20, it, that's all of Donald Trump's current political platforms. Yeah. What happens next, and what happens th- over the next four matches is entirely Trump's platform, and I could trace it back. It's such, so obvious to me. How are you fucking idiots not paying attention to WrestleMania 20? It's all right here. Everything ever in the world right now, everything in the zeitgeist, 
in the last fucking 12 years has been pointing to this one moment. Just trace it all back to Jesse the Mind Ventura going back into Jesse the Body Ventura talking to presidential candidate Donald Trump. It's in fucking front of you, assholes. It's fucking here. Why do you use hardball exist as you just recap this two-minute speech every goddamn night? This is everything. This is what it's about. Fuck wrestling. That's all fake. This is the realest shit ever. Go ahead. This is wherein Brandon becomes Jesse Ventura. This is this is your WrestleMania doesn't melt steel beams. <laughs> <laughs> you were just like, it's all there, people. It's right in front of you. Listen, brother. It's all fucking there. We've already learned that Jesse the Body Ventura is not a fan of Hulk Hogan. But Hulk Hogan is a fan of Donald Trump. And Donald Trump combines the two. He's able to unite the party. He's fucking united wrestlers. How you fucking... You people are all fucking idiots. You don't think you know shit? Fucking watch WrestleMania 20. It's in front of you. Okay. Yeah, we've we, had a lot of fun with this, but I think it's time to go. <laughs> all right. Let me, I'm gonna. We're going to go through the... I have so many more notes on two minutes. Yes. We're going to skip all those. We're going to do the last four matches, and I'm going to trace Come every back. single yes. thing back. It's the thread of... Of WrestleMania and of America, I'm about mm, I'm about five WrestleManias away from setting up that like note card system with the the fucking strings <laughs> and shit. Oh my god, it's all here! It's, it's all, all here, fucking here. I emailed James Adomian today, very funny comic friend of the show, who currently is uh, impersonating Bernie Sanders, uh, best Bernie Sanders around right now. But he used to, and I think still does, impersonate Jesse the Body Ventura. I'm like, have Definitely. you seen these two minute clips? Yeah, <laughs> fucking mine will explode. He's currently doing like a debate tour type thing with a fellow comic that's doing Trump. Right. I was like, oh come on. Anyways, he's got to see it. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, what gosh. I yeah, I think we've made plenty of jokes. My about heart his... is going fast. I have high <laughs> cholesterol though, so that could be it. We need to move on. Dialing nine one. We're doing the most carny thing we've done all night, which is our hair match. Yes. Um. This is hair versus title. Uh, Victoria has the championship, and if uh, if she w- if she retains, then her opponent Molly Holly will have to. I guess the any loser will have to uh, shave their head, right? Yes, it's sure. Just loser rather than leaves town has to get their head shaving. Right. A classic wrestling trope. Yes, which we have not seen yet in a WrestleMania. A shaving. Uh, you know when we will see that again? The Battle not? of the Billionaires in a few years with Donald Trump. You motherfuckers, open your eyes. It's right there, baby. Come on. You fucking idiots. You're all a bunch of jamokes. Donald Trump only was in a hair match because he saw a hair match in front of him. Donald Trump only doesn't respect women because he saw a hair match featuring women in front of him. It's all here. Continue. So, of course, the uh, ring announcer is Howard Finkel. Yeah. Because, you know, he has no hair. Um, Which is also a lie because in a previous WrestleMania, he had hair. They gave him hair. A celebrity at WrestleMania was the hair club guy. Now our celebrity is just Donald Trump. The same way it's easy to switch parties whenever it suits your needs, like what Donald Trump is doing now. It's all there. So this is the... uh, Maybe this is why people don't respect wrestling, because as soon as you have a former governor and a guy with a number one rated show, let's do a hair match. (laughs) Yeah, let's just do that. Uh, They also probably don't respect it, because this is the real dichotomy of women's wrestling and divas wrestling at this point. This is another match where they get five minutes... To not embarrass their gender, not which, to the other which one. They, I mean, which they don't. And here's the thing that sucks about this. Yeah. When's the last time we had two women's matches? Yeah. No. I mean, even as that's a gimmick. The thing. That's the thing. At this point now, I mean, it probably won't happen this WrestleMania. Maybe a pre-show tag and a championship match, but like, yeah. No. The fact that has there been a raw recap with more than one oh, a, a ninety minute raw ninety minute. Raw. Has there been more than one female or women's match? I think there has been, but it's it's few and f- they I usually can't do think get, of one, dude. I could think of an NXT, cut. 
NXT will do two uh, women's matches, and they're right. not divas matches; they're women's, women's matches. matches. Yeah, they'll do that pretty consistently. I feel like I've seen it, but I definitely know what you're talking about because they definitely cut whatever the crappy one of the two is. Um, I thought our truth was gone from the company for about six months <laughs> until Vince McMahon came back. <laughs> it's really coincidental. Have you ever seen Vince McMahon and our truth in the same room? <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so the fact that we have to be happy that this is one six. You know of the what card. though? It's a perfectly fine match and it's car Oh no, I'm happy with this. And yeah. it's a carny match with the hair thing. I, yeah. I don't care because it belongs. I'm yeah. a, I'm a big fan of the hair match. I'm not yeah, sure. No, and they have a good match and Victoria wins, so then Molly Holly is. Okay, I wouldn't get... go that far. I wouldn't say it's good. They have a passable have six a, out of ten a, match. Yeah. They have a five minute match. They do all they can. Sure. Um and then there's been a barber chair set up on the stage. And uh, so Molly Holly is getting strapped into it because a barber chair has restraints. This goes on for way too long. Uh, I think as long as the match. It's right around there. Uh, yeah, it's probably around five minutes. It's it's still happening when the next guys are coming out for their match. <sighs> yeah, it's really disrespectful. Yeah. To everyone involved. To everyone involved. Because um, here's how you could uh, make this happen. Uh, backstage, finish the job, the end. Yeah, just show it as, like, just, coach. You don't need to. Yeah. One of the best things they ever did at WrestleMania 9 was when um, a very, very awesome female, uh, women's wrestler, she had the shaved head, she, she had the Luna. best. Luna. Luna attacked people backstage. Uh, you know what we didn't see? We didn't see her attacking people backstage until hours later. You right. could just film this. You don't need to do it yeah. live. Also, they're not even lit. Like, the, the stage itself is it's really. It's off to the side. It's off to the side, but the stage itself has got lights underneath it and screens underneath right. it, which is really cool, I think. Looks yeah, great. it looks good. But because of that, it's not like these people are in a spotlight, so people in the arena are watching. It's just like they're just a prop that's it's like... literally a sideshow. It's moving, like you, but I can't see it. What's the point of this? Right. It doesn't make any sense, which really is sad because the next match is really, really, really great. I like. I think it's the match of the night. Oh, yeah, this is definitely the match of the night. My, uh, my last thing on this, uh, you know, unfortunate hair versus title match is that Taz once Molly Holly has her head shaved he says that Taz, that uh, she looks like Annie Lennox to which Cole uh, has the retort 1988 called wants your band back he's such a twerp um, I think it's brave for any performer uh, man or woman to shave their head like that unless yeah. you've done it before because that's a you don't know what's that's under a there. gamble dude yeah. she looks good yeah um, I've shaved my head I'm right on the fence between creepy and good. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. I'm have you shaved your head? No. Would you? With this hair? <laughs> you have great hair. Okay, we agree. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, if you're going to shave your head, I would stop making these speeches and making your card diagrams because then it's going to be a little crazy. It's 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 really difficult. I yeah. think I would shave my head again. Okay. But I kind of want a mohawk again, but I'm 33, so. So probably don't do that. Probably not going to do yeah. that. Well, they would also, thing. like, shave. There's, you know, well, I don't think we'll, I don't know, other than Trump's hair match. I don't know if they're going to see one on a mania, but this is a it is a thing they've been doing since just George and they oh, yeah, will do it. Sure. I mean, Mysterio and Punk did a hair versus mask match and I think they're know. great. Yeah. It's a it's a good like old school wrestling thing. And speaking of old school wrestling thing, we have a package now for Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle for the WWE Championship. Yeah. Very good video package. I have extreme editing but just like with an X. Agreed. Yeah. Maybe I should say good in terms of like you know why they're fighting. Oh yeah, you definitely get that. And they, but here's the problem with that: uh, these are two of the best people on mic. You could have just had them cut a promo. Yeah, you didn't like you didn't need that. Even they though have... you didn't need Stone Cold and the Rock's My Way promo, but it's still pretty great. Right, it's the same. I mean, it's it you know it mixes up a little bit. You know, uh, basically it you know 
Kurt was like, no, Eddie, you're kind of doing it's it's similar to Triple H and Booker T's. You know, they're like Eddie, the former drug addict. Uh, you His know, theme is he li- I lie, I lie, cheat, I, I steal. steal. Um, that Which he, is why Donald Trump is against all Mexicans. Because Eddie only Guerrero, Mexican he knows is Eddie Guerrero. Exactly. That's my point. And he thinks they all lie and cheat and they steal. And here's the thing. They might say they do, like every Mexican ever says they lie, cheat, and steal. But if you actually watch this match carefully, he doesn't lie, he doesn't cheat, he doesn't steal. He plays by the rules. He's just smarter than you, motherfucker. Yeah. We'll get to that later. Yes, we will. Watch wrestling, you fucking idiots. That's all this is. I know we're talking about wrestling right now, but I meant the general political field right now. Yeah. Anyways, so, Donald Trump doesn't respect Hillary Clinton because she was never in a hair match. He doesn't know if she's worthy of the belt. So, uh, you know, the things that Donald Trump... How do you come back from that? The things that Donald Trump knows about Mexicans is um, Eddie comes out in his Cadillac pickup lowrider. Uh, well, Angle comes out first while they're still shaving Molly's hair. But the uh, the Guerrero thing... Is what, okay, uh, here's the thing that I've always wondered about these uh, people that come out in cars. Guerrero comes right. out in a lowrider tonight. Sasha Banks came out in an Escalade at, uh, in Brooklyn at NXT. Fucking Rusev came out in a tank. tank. Jesus, that's the best. Who's driving these? I'm not joking. Dallas Diamond Page. Seriously? I know the DDP yeah. drove that That one time. one time. No, that was just the one time. Okay. Because are these remote control or are these like the wrestlers themselves remote driving? Remote control tank? Kind of, yeah. How is that? Why is that funny? No, it's just weird to me. Well, how else would he, you think Rusev's driving the yeah, tank? He's driving the tank. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Austin used the ATV is a lot no, easier no, no, to no. drive. He also oh. used like he was talking about on the podcast. He had to do like the the beer truck. Yeah, it was the beer truck, but then he like almost tipped it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so okay. You think they're they're learning them themselves? The only reason yeah. why I ask is because like. It's driving out to the ring is whatever. Right. Driving out to the ring and then fucking hydraulics, which is what Eddie yeah. does, you could easily fuck that up probably, yes. right? You, you could drive into people. Well, he knows how to use this little rider. Because <laughs> he's Latino know he, he lies, he cheats, he steals. I get it. Yeah. I'm just wondering. In like, kayfabe, he knows how to use a low is rider. Is there a separate insurance agreement if you're driving a vehicle into the arena? You focus on very specific things. That's way more fascinating to yeah. me. It's like, I know these guys are going to put on a fucking five-star match. Yes, I How think, do they get to the ring? I think him driving the pickup truck is a lot more believable. Like, the tank, let's leave that one aside. But, yes, I think he could drive a pickup truck to the ring without it being a problem. All right, fine. Yes. Um, so That's why Donald Trump thinks we need to build these walls. Here's why. People could drive, cars, whatever. Hydraulics, cars with hydraulics, they could jump walls. You need a big, tall wall. I get it. See, it's all right here. It's, it's all in front of you, people. Wake up, sheeple. Um, this this is the type of match that it's it's great that we have Taz and Cole. Um, then my first note is I'm really enjoying Taz. Yeah, just because the technical stuff, especially. I mean, Guerrero is was the rare talent that could do all this stuff. He could do lucha. He could do you know high flying stuff. He could do technical mat work type stuff. He could do power stuff. He could do comedy in the ring. Like he was the total package in that way. So he can he can go toe to toe with Angle. I mean, technically in storyline, it's a little different. Sure, sure. So the storyline is basically that that Kurt Angle is going to is just that he's just better than him. Well, he does legit have a gold medal. Yes. So it would make sense that he should, in yeah. theory, be able to beat and everyone. He is the he's the kind of big heel. I mean, he was he had a size advantage on Guerrero. He's the, you know, the big heel that's like, I'm better than you. So it was that's the story. And I completely agree. And and here's, Angle is more old school than new school though in terms of wrestling. Definitely. And Cole is more of an old school announcer. He talks about psychology more than action. 
where Taz only really talks about action, which is kind of great. But you need that middle ground. You do, yeah. And you need someone calling play-by-play and someone telling the story. And this one, you don't really get that exactly. You have Cole trying to explain why he's doing this versus Taz being like, oh, he's doing this because of this, this, and this. But overall, it doesn't gel. Does that make sense? Yeah, they're just not putting it all together. Um, That being said, you get over it really quickly. Even if you watch the thing on mute, it's still very enjoyable. Yeah, and they do tell a story themselves in it. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, Angle is really working him. He's punching Guerrero, and Guerrero does the, like, yeah, give me more motherfucker type of thing of, like... And it's amazing, because yeah. what are you talking about when Angle's pulling at Guerrero's face? He was He's doing... It's not, like, scraping. He's right. like, I've never seen the pulling thing. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what it was called. And Cole actually called that section really well. He, after he got over the psychology thing, about five minutes in, it became, like, a pretty great match mm-hmm. from every from all four participants right um but the story of it generally and this is what you could do in on mute is that guerrero keeps building momentum but angle has the answer for it at every turn you know he can out suplex him, he can out do whatever he needs to um there is like some this, this amazing sequence towards the end where uh guerrero counters the angle slam into a tornado ddt oh my god and then like goes up and hits the frog that clock. looks so dangerous the tornado, the dude. suplex into the DDT. Yeah, holy! I, that, no, yeah, he like swings her. Yeah, I had, had you seen that before? I don't think I'd seen it in this so, this match. Yeah. These, these these are also. It helps that these are two of my favorites. Period. Right. And like after watching this, it's like, oh no, you're just the best. Yeah, and I mean, and that and that's the whole thing is like he does this amazing move and then hits his finish with the frog splash and he still gets a near fall and it really is like, is Guerrero's best like good enough to win here? Um and that's the whole thing of the lie and cheat and steal and how he can still be the face in this, even though it's like we lie and cheat, I lie and cheat and steal. It's like, it's like the guy. It's once again, it's like David Goliath, but it's not as like gross as when Cena does it. It's well, like, you should explain how he wins, right? So he, um, he being he, Guerrero, by yeah, the way. Yeah, so Guerrero, Guerrero gets in. The, he's, jeez, uh, uh, yeah. Angle gets him in the ankle in his ankle lock exactly. Um, and he's he's able to counter it, um, but he's selling the hell out of it of the angle like Guerrero is like my angle is like done he starts to unlace his boot right so when angle comes back in and gets him back in the ankle lock he with his other Guerrero with his other foot kicks his boot off so and and then uh does a roll up on angle so like angle is basically like giving an ankle lock to a boot and Guerrero wins you know like not it could be a heel thing it's but not, just not. He, he slides him up into a small package right he doesn't just like take off his boot oh, no no yeah, I said like he did a roll up of some sort I couldn't remember which what is it, great yeah. I love that he wins a title or maintains a title on a small package right with like a really technical such a great old school like, pin he's not lying he's not cheating he's not stealing he faked he didn't yeah he just oversold something yeah that's part or of even the, that the angles really hurt but he was able to think let me take my let me get this loose. yeah I mean he's just, that's just part of the sport if you're quote-unquote sport that's yeah. awesome that's right. how you should maintain that you could you could do all these things and quote-unquote cheat but not cheat it's totally possible yeah. to do this and, is this the best way to win just like if you're the underdog and you want to stay yeah yeah how is this is the best yeah and then you counter it to like cena like which i also love yeah well, because that's the american way yeah. And this is the immigrant raid, Donald is, Trump. Here we go. Yeah, this is just ingenuity. This is the only way you can make it work. It's kind of an interesting flip on like Guerrero's, the Guerrero thing where he would do it. I think he did it in a previous WrestleMania where he makes it look like the other guy used uh, a weapon to get them DQ'd. 
um, so great. I love it. She's like one of the inter, you know interviewers. Like that's like a famous Guerrero thing. And so when pe- when you know people do that now, it's like always a reference to him. So this is kind of like that where he's he's you know it's it is like a it's like a gotcha type of. I think this is the best in ring storytelling for a mania since we had Hogan Rock. Okay. Um, if it's it's def- it's definitely top five match that I've seen. Yeah. This is um. It's, in mania, it's, in yeah, mania, in mania, mania, it's it's way up there. I mean, it's a great story, and, and I know tell that, it, and it ends the right way. It ends so great. I you, know our headlining match is like historically higher rated, but I right. think this is just oh boy, it's tough not to. And Guerrero's thing, especially since unlike our headline match, doesn't his end was tragic, but for the reason you know, a guy who does a lot of drugs and steroids and stuff, like his heart gives out, like that happens. I think he just loved too much, too much Latino heat. Yeah. That's actually the doctor said. It's a real tragedy. <laughs> and that's why Donald Trump wants to repeal Obamacare. Do you know how much money it costs to fund all these Latino heat drugs? It's just crazy. But what about all the STD infections that Cena is? No, he's helping. Oh, he's fighting infections. He's fighting them with his cheating in the ring style. Donald Trump, 2016. Aren't you sheeple looking and listening? Two matches to go. We are pretty slap happy. I blame Donald Trump. For winning. <laughs> so this is the Undertaker versus Kane. Um, the package here is that um, Kane had buried the Undertaker at Survivor Series. And uh, basically, because Undertaker betrayed himself by becoming we one had, of you people. We had an, we had an actual Olympic winner <laughs> and one of wrestling's most famous families. Here's a dead man. It's a, a dead man, man rising from the grave. Alive. But I love that Kane's Kane is like the voice of the smarky fan who is That's like so great. Undertaker betrayed by becoming Limp an American Biscuit, badass. By becoming Limp Biscuit, he betrayed his fans. So great, I and love it. so then not, this is not the last time where someone will then have to carry the feud all the way to WrestleMania by themselves because Undertaker's lazy. Undertaker he just teases a return like. Like they speaking of hydraulics, they put hydraulics on the ring and like made it like he was spookying it from afar. <laughs> um, Kane goes nuts and like wrecks the coffin, and there's an urn in it. Like it just it's like it's a lot of that like Undertaker Diesel stuff, you know? Like you're in the you're in your own coffin. Like it's just very <laughs> silly. But yeah, you're bringing back Undertaker in the Dead Man gimmick. Like oh, it's God. time to get. Silly. You know who else people thought was dead? Donald Trump. He won't die in these polls, am I right? So so Kane has to fucking do this whole thing. And you know have that even if you don't watch the video package, which is yeah. very, very long and completely unnecessary, this totally thing unnecessary. could have been made. They could have been like, yeah, Kane's seconds. here, Undertaker's back. They're brothers, remember? Brothers? Yeah. Kane doesn't have his mask anymore. They never explained that in the video package. No, they don't. Because <laughs> fuck you, that's why. Yeah. Remember that guy that was horribly scarred and couldn't speak? Yeah, he's fine. He just looks fucking like an Adams Family outtake. Or outtake, Jesus Christ. Auxiliary character. Every this is the one problem that is throughout this entire mania is you see the performers on a screen that's behind, that's next to the stage yes. throughout the entire match. So your main camera angle shot, it's like you're watching TV. That's you see them looking back at you. Well, yeah, it's the hard cam. It's the in WrestleMania ten, the, the camera last A. Yes, the angle we're used to seeing where you just see um, the, the crowd. crowd. Yeah, this is the same shot we had at WrestleMania. X, because except then it, that was the entrance way, and now it's a video screen. It's a weird video screen. It's like hanging. If yeah. you notice, it's like 
it moves when the not the wind, but it like it's moving. So I couldn't tell if it was it. It looks like it's not from 2004 though. It looks like it's from 1994. It's like yeah. that tech level of technology. You see these perform. You see like your so when it's rock mankind. You see the title card exactly. For this, it's just Kane. Yeah, and then like I think a castle because you're like, what is Undertaker gonna? Yeah, it's the the establishing shot of Citizen Kane. It's like, <laughs> what is Undertaker gonna look like when he comes back? So that's it. So yeah, that's the drama of this match. Is what is Undertaker gonna look like? Uh, the lights go out. Paul Bearer, the Druids come out. Um, the dong hits. There it is. Our first dong in a long time. Yeah, it gets a huge pop. Do you think I should play Cena's theme right there or the dong? <laughs> Well, once again, please play Undertaker. I'm pretty sure you're going to play John Cena's theme. No, no, I'm going to play. Okay, here's what's going on. I just played the dong, but right now, Cena's theme. Fuck you guys. Just for like 20 seconds, though. Okay, because this needed to be longer. Uh, so, no, 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 no. I'm playing it underneath. Don't worry. Oh, it's better. We're getting That's to that point. So this is the he is a, the Undertaker is 11-0. They don't say streak. He is undefeated. You can't you say he's not. You he can't almost say he's lost under- in nine. We keep going back. To oh, he almost lost in a wrestling match. No, 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 no. Oh. no but like he should have been just in terms of like counted out of the ring. Did you ever think about that? No, because it's wrestling. No, no, I get that. But if you're outside of the ring for ten seconds and it's counted out, you lose, right? Which the Gonzales? Exactly. Yeah. That- he was on a stretcher. Shouldn't that have been a count out alone? Didn't didn't some guys in that WrestleMania try to get DQ'd so they wouldn't drop their belts and then they. Immediately changed the rules of all wrestling so that Hogan could win the belts. Yes, fair. But <laughs> Macho Man was pretty good on Mike, and I think he we should remember WrestleMania Nine. Rest in peace. Okay, so this is a um, WrestleMania fourteen rematch. The characters have really like, gone through the ringer since then yeah. because, like, Undertaker obviously had his American Badass Slim Biscuit phase. Kane, like, he was in DX. He said to suck it. Now he doesn't have a mask. Like, it's just really weird to have this thing that was, like, WrestleMania 14, like, purely Attitude Era. Their feud in the Attitude Era is, like, a key element of it. And now it's, like, remember that stuff you liked before? This is must be what it feels like if your parents got divorced in high school and then they got back together. And they're friends. You were like, no, no, they got back together and they're married again. And you were, like, 28. You're like, I guess this is cool. I'm glad you guys, like, have each other. But, yeah. like, if your mom... Like, if your your dad was, like, an American badass and your mom <laughs> joined DX for a little while. <laughs> totally get it. You're just like, I'm glad you're not going to die alone, but, like, I'm sure if you kept looking, you'd find someone else. <laughs> what we're just, what we're saying is, Undertaker and Kane, you guys can do better. Like, you don't need to settle for each other. You've been together all these years, but, like, you can, like, mix it up a I little bit. I wonder what will happen in 11 years. So this was an apology tour. Like, that's why this exists, right? Just so they could have, like, okay, don't yeah. worry. We still have well, Druids. We still yeah. have Paul Bear. Undertaker's back. Okay. We were we were drunk. That wasn't the best band in the world. He's back. Our favorite band in the whole wide world, you mean? Yeah. So the match ends exactly how you think. Uh, Kane choke slams Undertaker, uh, who then does the sit up and the no sell, and then he choke slams into. I have a few questions about this match. Sure. Um, uh, okay. Does Kane have a bad eye, or does he wear one color cocktail? The latter. Co- he Oof. is cocktail contact. Contact. Lens. He wears one contact lens. In yeah. Okay. Not all the time. I don't think now, corporate right? Kane, no. Yeah, okay, good. He doesn't so. cosplay that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, how, Taker, we've established that Taker's got the best gimmick of all time. One dead. of the best. Yes. Yeah, dead. death. What's also great is because it's death, he doesn't have to say a fucking word, and then he just gets out of it. He never yeah. has to explain his American badass period. He's yeah. just to stand there and stare at you. Yeah, he was like, I, I died and I'm back. I got buried. It's that guy amazing. died. That's amazing. That's so great. Um, 
Also, JR says a comment uh, early on in the match. Taker tries to hit the ref because he's a dick. He goes, the referee ran for his life, and who can blame him? Uh, that's his job, JR. That's his one job. That's what separates him and me. I can't just go in the ring and watch Taker. No, I have to be the referee, you fucking idiot. Yeah, you can't go in the ring because you would just yell at Undertaker about his streak and he would he would shoot at you. you know? No, I would yell at him about how he's the problem. That's the problem with Donald Trump. He, Donald Trump thinks he's like the Undertaker. He could reinvent everything. Like, we're not going to just remember his American badass period? No, I'm going to remember your American badass period, Donald Trump. What was his American badass period? What is he trying to hide? Wouldn't this be... Isn't he currently in his American badass period? Maybe. Yeah. So maybe we just... Oh, that's a great point. Well, because this is the whole thing. The whole... You know, with that's the essay I should have written. <laughs> Donald Trump is in his American badass. Yeah, no, because this at this WrestleMania, he this is before his heel turn. This is definitely before the heel turn. Yeah, no, he was total total face. <laughs> Wrestling. Are you going to write everything. that or am I going to write that? Go for it. Uh, are you sure? Yes, it's your idea. No, I I, I see this it. is on record. John yeah. seen it? I, I seen it. Yeah, there's the theme song. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, moving on. So for our... Has, really, last actual question. Yeah. You might know this. Has Taker ever gone over in terms of length? Because all of his matches seem to end either short or like right on time. You know what I, I mean? no idea. Okay. Yeah, and this one, it was like they didn't really... Like you said, it's an apology. It's like they don't need to do much here. They just need him to win and, and re- reassert the character. And he's... And you know what? All his matches until now, uh, all pretty much like they're standard fare. They're not particularly yeah. great. His... You know, not the next couple, but definitely like coming. He will have his, which is so weird. You usually don't see a guy peak. Like, That's the crazy thing about in. Undertaker is that he peaked like late. Good for him. And and was con- and like the you know with as we'll see in the next match with like someone like Michaels. Michaels took a few years off and then came back like and had his best years. And Some that's why I wanted years. to talk about Taker, because Taker is a company man. He gets a lot of respect, but Taker doesn't seem to be the kind of man that fucks anybody over. No. Now, I don't know the, if that's he true. No, it's the opposite. I mean, his big thing with um, Michaels and Austin, I believe that's the... I think Michaels Austin at, like, Mania at 14 with the dropping the belt to Austin, he was, like, threatening. He was, like, if you don't go out there and do this job, like, we're going to have a problem. He's the, definitely the ultimate company guy. So, Which is awesome because uh, fuck Shawn Michaels. Fuck Shawn Michaels. Here's why. I'm currently reading Mick Foley's second book, Foley is Good. <laughs> Yeah, it was in the um, the Cleveland Park local reference Cleveland Park Library, like outside of the library, they had a rack of free books. For some reason, they don't want to catalog Foley is good. Uh, my wife saw it and gave it to me. Therefore, she advocates all of this. She is now mankind's advocate. Anyways, I'm reading the second book, right? And there's a there's a chunk in it. And Foley says the reason he didn't triple headline Mania with Rock and Austin, I think it's like WrestleMania 17 or something, right. X7, is because Michaels lobbied for only two people. Right. Now, he didn't lobby against Foley. He probably Specifically, yeah. lobbied against Rock. Now, Michaels is triple threat headlining to WrestleMania. Right. Fuck Michaels. It, the, the more I find out about Michaels, the, the less I like this guy. He's not a good guy. He's not a good But he's portrayed as a good guy. Well, because he found our Lord and Savior, John Cena. I don't Cena. give a shit. I found John Cena first. Here it is. Here it is. Okay, anyways. <laughs> Let's move on to the actual match. Okay. Well, first we got the the package of why this match of Chris Benoit, who murdered his family and killed himself, versus Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Um, at the Royal Rumble, um, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, there was a double countout. Um, so Triple H retained. 
we should explain at this point that the the headlining match every year for WrestleMania at this point forward is a championship match. Is that how that works? Uh, I'm not sure if it's always that, but it's okay. usually the headline match. But the point of the Rumble is you get a shot at the you get belt. The num- you're the number one, like not number one contender, but yeah, you are the you have a title shot at WrestleMania. Exactly. So in theory, the winner of the Rumble will get that title shot. Correct. And that is Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. So technically, he should just have a title shot against Triple H at WrestleMania. The rest of the I just have the rest of the package of the drowning pool music video. Which is also of the them. theme of this WrestleMania. Right. I don't know if you knew that. It's real bad. And they share it with Godsmack. But I don't know if the Godsmack... How does, I don't hear the Godsmack song I once. think it might be the acoustic one at the end. Oh. Yeah. Um, Did you find it weird that they use an acoustic shitty song rather than the Harlem Boys Choir, even though they opened and closed the show? Well, they gotta, you gotta know There's your, a minute package. There's like a minute ad for the Harlem Boys Choir at the end of this yeah, thing. Yeah. That's weird. Probably has a tax write-off. You think so? Yeah. I'm, that shit. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Why does That's just my first guess. <laughs> so I mean, and you know, you know, who probably else knows that Donald Trump knows all about tax write-offs. Jesus, that's smart. Yeah, um, what a smart guy. Yeah, so like you're saying, Michaels basically goes, "No, actually, I should be in this championship match," and that's what happens. Um, so the actual match, I mean, you know, it's a the the triple threats, can, you know, triple threats can be really good. Sometimes, you know, a guy looks like he's standing around. I think this one, you know, they make it storyline that Triple H, who at this point's in evolution, he is he is a heel. Um, you know, he waits outside in the first few minutes as Michaels and Benoit fight because it's like, well, no one's going to have the pin a minute in, but they can beat each other up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, logic to it. Um, you know, HBK and, and Benoit both look, they're hitting perfect stuff. No one looks bad in this No, match. no, of course not, but, like, Michaels is hitting perfect moonsault and Benoit's like German suplexes that he like does repeat German suplex, all that stuff. You know, they're doing, they do a really good job. It's a 24 minute, 51 second match. So almost 25 minutes. They do a really good job throughout of it being a two man match with an occasional like great three man spot. Yeah. The the best three man spot is probably Benoit through the table. Is that correct? Yeah, I think that'd be it. Yeah. Um, earlier, Michael's blades somewhere. I don't. Yeah, know it's where. actually you have to look because it they sh- they kind of reveal it on the on the re- replay. But he's getting, um, he he gets uh like slingshotted into the uh ring post, okay. but he blades when he's on the ground because he's already bleeding when he's in the air. He is the bloodiest bloody man yet. Yeah, it's perfect, but it's all no. It's too, not too. It's too deep. It's too deep because yeah. he's uh, perfect in the sense that you can't perfect see. Perfect is flair. No, no, he's perfect in the sense you can't see when he did it. Sure, sure, yeah. but in terms of the amount of blood, oh boy, right. this is. Uh, it looks like all three men bladed, just one did. Yeah, but this is kind of this crazy thing where Michaels, who is still, he's also kind of a face, if a, if maybe a tweener, he's you know tuning up the band and he's going to do the sweet chin music to Benoit and he's getting booed because he's not Chris Benoit. So you have this as a this kind of this dynamic in a way repeats itself, you know, a decade later or so with with um with Dan O'Brien of like if you're not the guy that they want, the crowd is going to boo. So it's kind of strange to see Michaels who is a face in this match getting booed. You know, he does so Michaels does that and he is super bloody. But they do like this is like my example of like a perfect like three man spot. So Benoit has uh, Michaels in the the crippler crossface, and Michaels is going to tap, and Triple H reaches in and stops his hand. Yeah, that's pretty great. So that's like, it's a two man match, but here's how you make it innovative with three three men. So, 
at one point, uh, the the movie we're talking about is they double suplex Benoit through the table. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, um, Michaels gets back in the ring. He's just pouring blood, and he calls for Triple H. Like let's, it's like this, like ten once again, like ten years, ten in, the years in the making. Yeah. Whether or not that's true, because they were, not, you know, like. You mean those five that you set out and you were friends, so don't really people you were friends think of for all enemies. Oh, yeah. so never. Yeah. So he's calling for him, and it is a good like it's a good wide shot. Sure. It's like a good western like. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of those moments. In yeah. This. And Triple H, at this, he had blades at some point. Also, a fucking bloody mess. It's really um, disgusting. Yeah. Uh, he hits the pedigree. He's about to win, and Benoit out of nowhere. I have a, an abbreviation here, and I can't remember what it was, but it, but basically Benoit gets like I think it was like the biggest pop of the night. When he does the headlock roll? That might be it. Benoit's headlock roll on Triple H was maybe the best looking thing next to the walls of Jericho going from inside the ring to the outside the ring. Right, right. There's a lot of stuff in this match and the Guerrero match where it's just like, oh, wow, those guys are really good at the Yeah, jobs. Benoit counters the pedigree into crossface. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and it's, it's so good. Yeah, and it's, um, you know, they're, uh, Triple H is, oh, yeah, it's when he like rolls over. Yeah, so because he's like, he, Triple H is fading, but he powers out of it enough to get up but Benoit holds on yeah. and then Triple H does tap for the win. Um, Which is one of the best ways to win a belt tap out. Yeah just that that's a total. I like the tap victory. out and I like the small package because it's one is super dominant one is like I barely got away but I did it you know. Right yeah and the, and this wit that works because that is the story Chris Benoit as like the undersized you know Canadian that, guy who's been but he's also a vet. Like in the in the package in the in the video package, they allude that he's been doing this for more than a decade. Oh yeah, and they they mentioned I think fifteen year. I think may, maybe that was in Guerrero's thing of like this is our fifteen year journey of like we finally made it. And the fact that like he doesn't the the weird thing is like Michaels is also not a huge guy, but Benoit's you know not what they. It's that kind of like he doesn't look like what a WWE champion looks like. And, no, he looks, and Michaels and and Triple H do. He looks like three fourths of Triple H. Right. And he, you know, he um, he cries when he and he wins it. They do the oh, they even say eighteen year Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, Eddie comes in the ring. You know, they're hugging and crying. Thankfully, there's no. It would have been like a kind of cheap heat, like like uh, heel turn for Eddie. But at this point, they're both champions. They're yep. it's both of their journeys really because they did the, all the same. You know, Japan. It's the one and, time that the two belts are kind of cool. Yes. Because when you have it on two guys yeah. like like this, it really works. They don't longer have the two belts, which is good. I'm mm-hmm. very glad that they unified them. You're right. It just gets. Didn't confusing. they unify him just after Daniel Bryan too? Because I think at Mania he had both. Uh, they had two. I'm trying to think if they were still being like separately. Whatever. That's contested. so stupid. It is, but you know, Jr. does say he says it's the greatest WrestleMania of all time. We had seven championships contested tonight, and it's like, well, just the number isn't really the. Like he sounds they, very hoarse, yeah. which is what you want to hear in an uh, announcer by the end of the show. But he's been working four and a half hours, which is about as eh, long. Yeah, it's sort of like Undertaker Streak. There were two other guys there <laughs> doing a lot of the heavy lifting. So, yeah, uh, Jr. You did nothing. Then time. another montage, a very long montage, and mm-hmm. then uh, the Harlem Boys Choir for a minute. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, this one, and then and they they go home. Um, this thing, you know, the kind of like. The way that the the dual tragedies here. So like Eddie dies in two thousand five. I believe he has one more in these. I don't think he died. Dies and then Benoit uh, kills himself in two thousand seven. So it's kind of like their last. That's it's definitely like if you just stop watching now, happy times forever. 
Well, if you just stop watching now, you'll only know Donald Trump as President Jesse the Body Ventura's biggest hype man slash contributor. Yeah, you might want to see how but that story now, plays out. Jesse the Mind Ventura might be vice president. What would the best cabinet position for Jesse be? Just the all of it. He's just every member. He's the cabinet. He's the cabinet. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think that's a thing that the when uh, Bradshaw comes back as JBL, his like stable was the cabinet. Seriously? So, yeah, let's keep those jokes uh, for next time. Uh, really quick, if you go to the Wikipedia page for this, yeah, not one mention of Donald Trump. I'm not joking. There's not Can one we, mention. We should check to see if it's been deleted. Oh, could you do that? Could you track changes or something like that? Yeah, on Wikipedia. Sweet. Sure. Um, what did you think overall? I put it in like a top. It's like in the. It's not the top ones, but it's like because of those uh, two matches, the Guerrero angle and then the triple threat. It's definitely like the top of the second tier for me. Sure. It's really I think it's a really good mini. It's just way too just long. Just way too long and just a lot of like did we did we need this extra hour? And then it's very tough when you have a sticker like Goldberg and Lesnar in the middle of it. That's I like that though. It's right. so fascinating. Yeah. Cuz even it's it's not so uncomfortable to watch because you know like oh these are two rich men who really care. Yeah. So that makes it a little bit easier right. but I kind of like when everyone hates the person in the ring, and yeah. then there's fingers, and then there's the Stone Cold Stunner. Right, and there's a lot of beers and stunners. And like. I like John Cena for, I'm serious, I like John Cena for small children. Like, there's a reason he opened this mania rather than Yeah, no, and it's just funny that he goes from opening of this one to headline of the next. Like, it's quick to see how, how much of a rocket. I mean, didn't Lesnar uh, debut headlining? That is quicker, yeah. So There you go. He can't get much quicker than yeah, that. Yeah, that's pretty big, yeah. Boy. Yeah, but, I mean, it's funny. Though. As I said, like Goldberg, you know, one and only, let's not count anyone out for 32. Do you think that's going to be the opponent for Lesnar? I mean, I mean, like, it has to be, right? Because who's, who's Lesnar going to face? Honestly, it can't be Cesaro. It's, not for, it's weird. You haven't watched Raw yet? I've not watched Raw, no. Do you care about spoilers? For, you can spoil yeah. okay. No, I mean, Rumble this year is going to be like – uh, like it was the year Flair won it, ninety two. It's gonna like Reigns is gonna be in it, and it's gonna be for the belt. So at this point now, it has complicated a little bit because I think it, it looks like they're just gonna have Reigns win it, so that he doesn't have to face. They can pick whatever opponent they want for Mania, but because they don't want to do like a repeat of of Lesnar Reigns. But even it is though, interesting. Even think, though Lesnar Reigns was pretty good, yeah, I just don't think. I mean, it's. Without making this a whole nother thing, I just think Lesnar, opponent-wise, there's only a couple people that make sense or that will be healthy or that, like, the way they've built up Lesnar that are... So who is it going to be? Is it going to be Goldberg? Is that your I guess? I don't know. I mean, I mean, that's like a suit. I would... Who's your guess right now if you had to make a guess? And you do. I have to make a guess. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go with uh, Batista. That's not the worst guess? I like the story there. I don't think it'll actually happen, but it would be a... That's it, not a bad idea. It's... It's someone that it would be would be viable. And who's going to take on Undertaker? That one's weird. I don't. Uh, Braun Strowman. I have no idea. Yeah, it's going to suck. Yeah, but we'll we'll talk about that in a few weeks. And with uh, none of the hindsight that this provi- provides, but possibly a Donald Trump sighting. Oh, I'm so excited for Donald Trump. Speaking of Donald Trump, uh, everything about WrestleMania 20 is perfect because it led us to Donald Trump and Jesse Ventura having a two minute exchange, and that's everything, you motherfuckers. Here is that exchange. Thank you so much for listening, and have a wonderful night. Let me say this. What would WrestleMania be without Jesse the Body coming out and doing an interview with somebody? Just like 20 years ago. Now, 
Where's my man? Who am I looking for out here to interview? Aha! Who is it? Who's he looking for, It's Derek? the star of the number one rated TV show on NBC, The Apprentice. Oh! Oh, yeah! The hey. host of WrestleMania 4 and 5, none other than New York's own Donald Trump! All right! The Donald! The Donald! Yeah. Donald, great to see you. First of all, I gotta say the hair looks great. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesse. All right, Donald, what is, you're here at WrestleMania, you hosted WrestleMania 4 and 5. What does WrestleMania mean to a man like you? Well, it means a lot. I was involved with, with Vince for a long time. He's a great guy. He's done really an unbelievable job. I'm with my son tonight, and we're having a good time. You're having a great time. Now, I got to ask you, now we'll get to the personal stuff, Donald. You know, if I were to get back into politics, could I expect your moral and financial support? 100%. 100% if I get back in politics. One, you know that, 100%. You know what? I think that we may need a wrestler in the White House in 2008. All right. Yeah. Donald, thank you. Have a great time. Let's get on with mania. <laughs> the body Ventura and Donald Trump. Boy, there's a pair. Hey, uh, what, what, what about a, a restaurant in the White House? Yeah, and maybe a billionaire is a vice president.